Going live. Hello, everybody. Richard Hart here. We just got $23 million in for medical research at the Pulse Chain Sacrifice, pulse.info. Actually, the actual sacrifice to charity part happens on SENS.org. If you try and do it on pulse.info, it doesn't go to them. So if you want to donate to the SENS Foundation, you actually need to go to SENS.org. They just published new addresses for the United Kingdom guys that want the tax write-off. They have a registered charity in the UK. You need to send to the addresses that are there at the very bottom of the sends.org slash donate page in order to get the tax write-off if you're in the UK. If you're in the US, all their other addresses work fine. Biggest donation we've seen so far was $10 million straight out of Coinbase and uh, USDC. And then, uh, you know, I published some videos with Aubrey de Grey nearly crying and talking about all the things he's going to do with the money. And then he also talked about how Vitalik Buterin actually supports the project, which a lot of which a lot of people were scared he wouldn't because it's a fork of Ethereum. And I think that I think it's the right move by him because we're the ones that are making the Ethereum software better. There's only five Ethereum devs that actually improve the Ethereum code itself. The 10,000 other Ethereum devs in quotes just build things on top of Ethereum that load Ethereum up and make it harder for those five guys to do their job. So the five guys that maintain Geth, G-E-T-H, which is Go Ethereum, it's the premier uh, node software that everyone uses, and 90% of miners use it, and it's 90% of the network. So basically five guys are in charge of the entire Ethereum network. And so us adding our team and committing improvements to the software upstream makes open source better for everybody. And you know, Vitalik gave $8 million to the Sense Foundation the airdrop that I came up with incentivized another 23 million so far. And I, and I hope there's more coming because just in the next like day and six hours or something like that, the price or rather the rate, not price starts ratcheting up 5% every day. And then there's only 14 days left after that. And then it's over. Like that's the end of the sacrifice phase. So with me here today, I've got, uh, and I'm going to make sure I'm live. I've done this a few times where I'm talking a lot. I'm not live. I'm live. Yay. Okay. Yeah. Thank goodness. So with us here is Alex Saunders. He's one of the guys that uh, says only bad things about hacks and only bad things about me. And I figured I would bring him on here so that he could say bad things about me on my stream to all my followers. Welcome, Alex. Thank you, Richard. My pleasure. All right. Let's jump in. Screw it up. Let's let's do it. Kill Hex. I'm ready. Yeah. <clears throat> it's 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 perpetuated and lasted a lot longer than I thought it would have. But again, dive, diving into the mechanics of it, that's the way you designed it. So before well, we it, let's let's that, go let's go over what uh, so like let's pick what we're gonna attack first. So we could attack me, or we could attack Hex, or we could attack Pulse, or like just pick one, and I'm ready. Let's Run with start it. Off on something that so uh, I was a pharmacist uh, by trade background. So there's good and bad parts about the medical world. So tell me about this medical research donations. And oh, sure. All I know so far is that Pulse is a, is a fork of ETH and what are the differences there and why are you doing all that? Sure. All right, well, I'll cover the medical one first. There's a, a, a magical, very super duper important fact about humans and how long they live that I know and that nobody else knows. And I don't want it to be a secret but for some reason that it is. So I'll tell it to you now, and I'll, and I'll format it as a trivia question. Everyone gets it wrong, so you don't have to get it right. 
the top two kill, and I'll just tell you the facts first so that you can reason about your decision. The top two killers of human beings on earth are cancer and heart disease. Cancer kills 40% of all people. Heart disease kills 40% of all people. Those two combined kill 80% of everybody. Why are they saying volume? What is desktop audio on? Everything's fine. Your audio is, they can't hear you. Can you turn your volume up, dude? Um, is that a little bit better, guys? It should be fine. I mean, just max it out, dude, because, like, on my side, you're... should be fine. Not this again. All right, I'm going to turn my mic down to try and match yours, and then we'll just both have low volume. Go ahead. Speak. Yep, testing, testing, testing. All right. right just, just eat the mic. Like, get it really close to your mouth. Yeah, I'm going, I'm talking as loud as I can. Okay, all right, two year sure. Two-year-old asleep next door. Well, oh yeah, well then. Guys, I have desktop audio maxed out. That's as loud as I can make them. Let me, I'm gonna check these settings real quick, see if there's anything else I can do. Mm, there's no okay. settings in Zoom. I mean, All right, let me see if this is, hold on. Let's see if there's anything else I could do here. Microphone settings. Oh, uh, it's got to automatically adjust my mic. Oh. I reckon. It, well, that's what I'm looking for too. Microphone. Let me see. Go ahead, do it again. I'm gonna turn that off. I'm gonna turn off Zoom automatically adjusting my mic. I reckon that was mucking it up. All right. Hey everybody in chat, we're still working to try and get his mic ladder. I turned my volume down like a lot, but I still want his to be louder. I'm working on it. What is the what is the text that they use to describe when they reduce the mic volume? Reduce. Reduce. Nope. Volume. Lower the volume of other apps when narrator speaking. No. <laughs> Adjust volume. Uh, I'll, I'll fight this for a few minutes, guys. I'll do it. Recording, mm, properties, listen, levels, advanced, exclusive. I wonder if there's anything else I can do to like playback. Oh, oh, well maybe this helps. Set as default. Maybe this helps. I'm working on it, guys. Can you speak a little bit just for luck? Yeah, yeah. Testing, testing. Um, blah blah blah. Is that any better, guys? Let me know if they said it was any sure better. Why? Lock volume. Okay, it's maxed out. Check zoom this is volume the exact same output settings level. I have for like zoom volume output level. Okay, where's that? Where's that? Where's zoom volume output level, bro? Settings. Audio. Automatically adjust mic. No. Output levels maxed out. Can't get any higher. I'm actually doing audio by computer. 
Yeah, the only thing, the last time this happened, I think it's like something tries to make your speakers quieter when it thinks that you're talking. And then, oh, um, and then it's like, where's that like setting? Oh. Failed to detect my speaker. Automatically adjust my volume. Uh, level. I'll fight this for another two minutes, guys. He does sound better. He's just super quiet. You're, uh, you're not super quiet on my end. You seem okay on my end. But just... Windows. To These are all the settings that I have like every time I stream and it's fine on my end. <coughs> Hold on. Microphone setup. Nope. Microphone. Privacy. Nope. Microphone. Uh, all right, I'm just going to look to see if it fixed and pray that it did, because I can't find the setting, man. No, I can't. I, I tweeted it once. You are good with the YouTube volume now, it says. Everybody says it's good. Okay, good you know now. what I think it was? Let me tell you guys what I think fixed this. The computer tries to mute your speakers when you're on the phone, and Zoom says you're on the phone. So if you have your if you have your default communication device as the device that, that your OBS is listening to, then it doesn't mute that because it doesn't think it's music speakers. It thinks it's your talking speakers. I think that's what fixed it. So I think we're good to go now. Sweet. Woohoo. All Perfect. right. Well, so it's basically happy. the default communications bunch. device setting. Yeah. Sweet. Okay. Um, I'm going to turn, let me check our levels and OBS here. Go ahead. Give me a test. Testing, testing. Okay. Yeah, we're about the same level, so we're good. Cool. So back to okay. the savagery. I think we were, oh, we were going actually to agree on stuff, medical research. So here's the trivia question. If you cured cancer, which kills 40% of all people, cured it, mm -hmm. no longer exists, how much longer do you think people would live? If you cured cancer. Mm -hmm. Yeah, just cure it. It's gone. Uh, I'd, I'd almost say not, no longer at all. They, everyone dies of something in cancers. One of those <coughs> things you die of as you're getting older anyway. So I don't think it would change the statistic much at all. Your, your guess was very, very close to accurate. Most people guess 20 years. When I first heard it, I guessed 20 years. The actual answer is only three years. So your guess was very right. Same thing applies for heart disease. If you cure it, which kills 40% of all people, you only live about three years longer. So now... Yeah. Now they can't see you. Ah, nice. Now you're hidden. God darn it. Yeah, yeah it's me. That's This is my bad. I like, I minimized the window. Yeah, terrified. Where'd you, where'd you go? Oh, you became like little. All right, you're back. Zoom. Zoom. Show. What is going on here? Why am I being trolled by my computer? Please stop trolling. Yay. Thanks computer. All right. You're good. Yeah. We're good. We only just had audio problems and video problems, but Hey, we're willing to endure. So if carrying cancer is only worth three years, why do we put so much money into it? If carrying heart disease is only worth three years, why do we put so much money into it? Because people don't understand the math. That's the math. 
The reason that they're only worth three years is because they're not actually causative on their own. They're side effects, they're pathologies that are the result of a decaying system. And if you cure those specific pathologies, the decaying system just causes the next thing. So if you cure cancer and heart disease, you die of stroke. So you're not gonna win the game of making healthier, happier, longer health spans people by putting band-aids on when they're already decayed into oblivion. The only way to win the game is to reduce the damage before it accrues to pathological levels. And the side effects of doing that are that you'll have better hard-ons and you'll be faster and you'll be stronger and your skin will look better and everything will be better. So regenerative medicine and repair cures everything at once and delays everything happening at once. And it's just beautiful and amazing and no one puts any money into it because they don't know the math. The math is if I can get you four years by any way possible, whether it's diet, exercise, or pills, that's better than curing cancer, and cancer kills 40% of people. That's amazing. Well, um, uh, you're preaching to the converted, so I quit pharmacy because, um, yeah, because of big pharma and all the stuff that most of our audience kind of, kind of know, and uh, no one wants to get healthy. People want to come in and grab their bag of 10 pills. Uh, they're all Band-Aids. Uh, 90% of health conditions I can fix in a month um, by getting people on a, a nice healthy diet, doing some light exercise. There's probably only, yeah, 10% of things that are genetic, that are like can't be reversible. Our, our bodies are made to heal themselves. Uh, I think we'll look back in a generation's time and say most diseases are caused by chronic inflammation caused by poor diet mainly sugar things like leaky gut um, they're starting to find out now that the things that cause leaky gut are the same things that cause leaking in all the cells and in that regard uh, there's some research to show that even things like cancer is not that much different to things like Parkinson's disease and we're getting build up of proteins in the brain because of the leaky cells so it's the same yeah, so there's so, a whole so there's a whole there's a whole branch of innovation called senolytics where you clear cells of things that don't belong there that their enzymes can't otherwise clear, like 7 cholesterol, et cetera. And you get massive improvements of health, massive. And they're, well, in they're like coming out of human trials now, and their results in the mice are just that, awesome. The things that, um, that clear up a lot of the, what we don't need and do, and do the chemical reactions that we do need the, the bacteria and so not here's another fact for you do you know how many bacterial cells the average human being has or the ratio i think it's like a i think it was 10 times more bacterial cells than you have your own cells i think it's like 10 or 20 that's, to 1 that's 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 right that's yeah. right so i think it's if a human has a trillion cells there's 10 trillion bacterial cells mm -hmm. uh, and so most of those are in your gut People don't real people don't think of your gut as a external surface. It's actually just a pipe that goes, you know, all the way through, and it's yep. kind of external to your body. And so things shouldn't be getting into your body. So, well, uh, some should. I mean, that's why yogurt is is good probiotic. I mean, you're you're evolved to have specific things that help you do stuff, and that's the reason yes. like a, a baby koala will eat the pap from its mother's armpit or puke or butt or poop or whatever. I can't remember. I think it's poop in order to get the, the bacteria it needs to digest eucalyptus. So like eating mom's it's crap it's is the part same of a reason koala's life. Why, why naturally born babies are healthier than cesarean sure. babies because yep. you actually need all that bacteria from, from mom. Um, 
No, so if you have the right gut bacteria, th- that's just like the start of everything. It yeah. all comes from there. And you've that's seen why they swap like, it. That's why they swap out and do fecal transplants into transplants. your gut in order exactly. to cure IBS, et cetera. Yeah. Exactly. So yeah, that's good. I've got $23 million uh, so far, and hopefully it will be much more, uh, given to a foundation that invests in longer-term thinking that will reverse and uh, directly attack through engineering this buildup of things that end up killing you. So for instance, you, ha- you get heart attack because you have arterial plaque. You have arterial plaque because your white blood cells become plaque. Your white blood cells become plaque because when they try and get rid of seven keto cholesterol, their enzymes can't do it. And so they get poisoned and, and die trying to kill the seven KC and then they become plaque. And then the next one comes along to try and clear it and it dies and becomes plaque. And so if you transgenically introduce the ability into the enzyme to break down 7KC, the white blood cells can do what they need to do. And there's other innovations that are able to use that same type of method. There's basically something called the microbial infallibility theorem, which states that unless you see a pile of organic material just sitting somewhere, it means that something eats it. And therefore, every since we don't have that, there are no piles of organic material just sitting somewhere, not decomposing. It means that there is a creature that eats absolutely every piece of organic material in this world. And so if you're trying to break down 7KC, an organic molecule, you have a wide array of bacteria, which has learned how to digest that. And then you can use that to, to tailor uh, in a, interventions. And there's a company, I think they're in uh, Boston, uh, MIT area, that is, is doing this and in his trials now. And it's the guy that runs. His name is, you know, Reason ATM on uh, on Hacker News. Boston Analytics. Runs. No, I'm not. I don't think it's Analytics. Is the company name? I can't remember. The, I mean, just you'd have to find Reason ATM's posts and be like, "Hey, man, what was the name of your company again?" I tweeted it, but like basically, that's a spinoff of Ascend's idea. So that that idea was invented by the Sens Foundation, and then he picked it up and ran with it. And they've they've done about twelve spinoffs like that, where people go to commercialize things that'll save our lives and make her happier and healthier, and they just need more money. They're doing a great job, mm-hmm. they're doing the right things, they're focusing on the long term, they're not doing what Google's doing and what these drug companies are doing where they're just trying to find a single molecule. See, in, in chips, you have what's called Moore's Law, where the number of transistors doubles every two years. But in biotech, you have the opposite of Moore's Law, it's called E-Room's Law, and it is basically that the number of drugs that come out of FDA approval is cut by half every two years because there's less and less low-hanging fruit of small molecule interventions that you can find that are effective. And so you need to do other things. So CRISPR is another thing. Um, Senolytics is another thing. Bacterial-based antibiotics is another thing. So there's like paradigm shifts that you need to do to beat E-Room's law, and we're focusing on this. What tends to happen in these companies get a... um, um, What's it called where no one else can make it for eight years or whatever? A patent. Uh, like a patent. Yeah. And um, when that's coming close <clears> to <throat> expiry, they'll tweak one molecule. Sure. Um, they'll but sometimes they expire, study. like Viagra expired, so you have cylindefinil and, you know. Yeah, yeah. They, and so sometimes the they do expire. Is, they try and get a year ahead of the generic before it comes out and push sure. a study that shows the generic slightly better and the thing that they've got a patent on. And so it's almost incentivizing, like, no change. India doesn't care. Um, you just go, India is like, yeah, great, we don't care. And they just knock it off anyway. But I mean, look, in the end, all these stupid pills, they're not the solution. The solution is real badass engineering, you know, like cancer. 
Your white blood cells kill and get rid of cancer all day, every day. But every once in a while, they run into one that, they, that either hides, and so it can't be identified and marked by the T cells to get killed, and then avoids apoptosis by activating telomerase and a bunch of other things. Like it's, We can win this game. We just need more damn money. We need more there's money a, and more people doing a, stuff a, that um, matters. There's a video, or if you YouTube, um, like the five things that people have in common that live over a hundred. Uh, well, they're yeah. all women, and they all they all eat almost the same thing every day, and they all well, so they mostly tend to exercise, but a couple of them don't. I've done studies on super sensitive. They actually do very little exercise. It's low impact exercise, healthy plant based diet. Um, well, sense of community and, and family, uh, reason to live. The year you're most sure. likely to die is the year you retire, other than the year you're born. I'm screwed. I uh, retired 20 years. Oh, fuck, I'm dead already. <laughs> um, and it's yeah, like a sense of um, a sense of importance, like yeah, self-importance and all that kind of thing. Family, strong connections, respect for elders. But yeah, there's plenty of people out it there that live over 100, and we don't need crazy medical research so those, you know those people don't get cancer and that sort of yeah, thing. yeah but here's so. the problem that that is just called compression of morbidity so we've never had anyone go over 122 jean calmet and and the Cote d'Azur in france did 122 and had a reverse mortgage which is pretty funny <laughs> if you know how those work <laughs> someone buys your house and pays you every year till you die and she just like never died <laughs> so that guy was paying for her house forever and just never got it hilarious yeah. um so you know we have morbidity compression where it's more likely that you'll reach near 122, but the chance that you'll go over it is not improved whatsoever at all. 22 number. I want you to be when you're 40, 30 biologically. When you're 50, I want you to be 30 biologically. When you're 60, I want you to be 30 biologically. I, I want that number to keep moving farther out. And if you get bored and you don't like the game, kill yourself. Go ahead. Does, but, you know, does, does you don't have to commit have everyone resources. else. It does easily. Sure. You know, it's a really big universe out there. Really big universe. It'd be funny if we weren't meant to use any of that. If we were just meant to live and die on this little blue dot, which is point infinite zeros of the universe. Oh, yeah. There's, like, there's aliens everywhere. But I'm just saying we're a long way away from going to find veggie well, gardens we, on other planets. No, we, you could easily colonize the, the upper stratosphere of Venus. Oh, okay, easily is not exactly the right word. But, I mean, you're, you're, it would be easier to colonize the upper atmosphere in Venus than it would be to actually colonize Mars. So, I mean, you've got more atmosphere there to work with. It's easier to synthesize oxygen. Like, it, there's less radiation I, I, I problems. Don't know. I, I don't know much about that topic. No. Sorry. It's all good. So, I mean, I'm, I, I am personally trying to save everyone's life. That is what I'm doing. I, my first YouTube videos were about giving better apologies, having better relationships, drinking less, stopping gambling, stopping trading, stopping playing poker, stopping um, playing video games, doing things where you create the narrative, speaking your mind to the world, finding commonality in politics to stop polarization. Like, and then I publish self-help books for free that you can download for free at t.me forward slash Sci-Vive, where I teach you yeah. how to hire people, how to start a business, you know, how to get laid, how to find a woman, like what you name it, it's in there, how to poop better, how to pee better. Why does, why does your hair have butt on it? Why do you have hair in your armpits? I tell you the answers to all these. Why does your girlfriend get mad at you when she has her period? I tell you the answer for all these things. And you know, I give all the stuff away for free. I give away free coins, 300,000 Bitcoiners minted for free hex. I give away the world's largest airdrop pulse, a fork of Ethereum will bring into this world 10,000 coins that are identical code to the, what came before them, and they'll be given out for free. 
I give away, you know, my cryptocurrency I invented went up 380,000% in a year and a half. And that's before interest. And most people got, you know, 40% to 100% interest, even more, really. And then you're up like 5,000x in a year and a half with 100% uptime in the contract, 100% uptime on the front end, 100% uptime in the trading. You know who has 100% uptime in crypto? Nobody. Coinbase is down all the time. Kraken's down all the time. BitMEX founders got arrested. OKX founders got arrested. KuCoin got hacked. Binance got hacked. Who, who is doing it as good as we are? Nobody. Absolutely nobody. We're absolutely 100% killing it by every measure metric possible. And I demand respect. It's that easy. We won the game. Everybody else lost. The naysayers lost. If you're still a naysayer, hopefully I can educate you and you can become a hexagon at the end of the call. We'll see how it goes. <clears throat> yeah, so. yeah, cool. Cool. Yeah. yeah, I'm open-minded. I'm open-minded. But um, when you say everyone won, what do you mean by that? How many people have invested? Do you know the rough numbers? Well, if you count the addresses, so if you go to etherscan.io, I think there's maybe 250,000 addresses. If you count the stakers, which I think is the most reliable count for hardcore hexagons, because on the, on, the, on the just raw count of addresses, you've got a lot of airdrop guys in there. But those airdrops only happened like a really long time ago. And so all this like new user growth you see, Ain't nobody airdropping when it costs a dollar or three dollars or six dollars to send some coins. That's not happening. So all of the coin uh, count, like number of users that you see now, that's just totally organic. Um, we were the first people in the world to do a, a tier two airdrop on ZK rollups. We were the first people to do it. 250,000 uh, people received an airdrop there. And now that's worth a lot of money because the price went up a lot. And so all those guys that got all this free stuff now that free stuff is worth tons and tons and tons. And this is people, I've seen people cash out millions. I mean, people, when you see the price dip in Hex, price has dipped 70%, five or six times. When you see that price dip that hard, people are taking profits. So I've seen people buy Lamborghinis. I've seen two McLarens, Ferrari, a Maybach, a uh, maxed out Lamborghini Aventador, like a Model S, three Model 3s, a house, uh, big tractor trailer like for vacationing like a vacation trailer thing boats you name it Rolexes somebody like this this Rolex is a quarter million dollars a hexagon uh, hex toys just bought one without the diamond bracelet but diamond everywhere else I think it's like 200k maybe 190 you know they're just hexagons are rich man rich and why why is that where does the money come from you want to know where the com money comes from you ready I'm gonna tell you the big mm -hmm. secret. Here comes the big secret. I'm gonna tell you why all the hexagons get to be rich. Because the biggest, wealthiest people in cryptocurrency that have the most money also have the longest time preference and they're willing to delay gratification the longest. So there's a guy today that just put in $10 million of Ethereum. 10 million? 20 million. It was 10,000 Ethereum, which is $20 million. He just sacrificed that today into the sacrifice phase to get points, which will be airdropped free pulse when it comes out, the Ethereum fork. So, and it's really, it's really to make a political statement that you support free speech, it's a protected human right and blockchains are speech. And lucky you, you also get some free points and you'll get these free tokens. Glad you're, you know, making political statements with your funds. So this guy, if you look at his account and you look up his address, he's also bought tons of hacks and he's also staked tons of hacks and this guy had Ethereum back from the Genesis sale and he has 100,000 Ethereum. I guess he's got uh, 10,000 less now that 
you know, he just sacrificed 10,000 of it. Now, because this gentleman has invested so heavily and purchased so much hex and locked it for 15 years, he is waiting for a much larger reward in the future. And everyone else that has a shorter time preference now gets to benefit from his delayed gratification. And so when you see hexagons buying Rolexes and stuff, this God whale, I call him, and I think there's a couple of them, because I've seen two guys that have put in just tons and tons of money. You know, I, I actually, we also got a sacrifice for $10,000 or 10, no, 11 million. I think it was 11.1 million USDC and just a single guy. So I think those are the leaderboard of like the top two sacrificers right now. Now, I don't think the 11.1 million guy ever bought Hex before. You talk, you're talking about Pulse now, are you a new thing? Well, they're kind of related, right? Because it's the same, like, I see the address. So like this guy that just put in 11.1 million of USDC, I don't think he, I don't think he has that much hex in his account, but this guy that put in 10,000 ETH just a few hours ago, this guy's got a lot of hex in his account. And so if you go to the hex trading room, t.me slash hex trading, those guys eyeball every single transaction. And when someone ends their stake, they have an idea whether that guy's going to dump it or just restake it because they look at his history and they go, okay, when this guy's at stakes end, does he usually dump him or does he usually restake him? And then yeah. they're watching the God whale accounts that I, are the giants. Can I get into sure. why I, like, why I just don't think that, like, I think it's all just still smoke and mirrors. And a lot of people at the moment <laughs> well, are saying, go ahead. <clears throat> okay. A lot of people are saying, you know, we're number three on coin market cap, but these no, other sites aren't showing not. us and all these kind of things. We're 201 so forever. Before I dive into it, what you, yeah. what's your understanding of you know realized market cap and that kind of thing? Oh, th that doesn't exist. That's not a thing. Th so, okay, okay, hey man, what happens if all, everybody sells their house at once? Goes to zero. Okay, what if everybody sells their car at once? It goes to zero. What if everybody sells all their anything at once? What if everybody sells all their dollars at once? It goes to zero. So this concept of ignoring probabilistic outcomes and just saying, hey, what if everyone sells everything at once? It's really stupid. So it, it doesn't make any sense. What matters is what you can actually sell for right now. And I'll tell you what the slippage is in Hex. If you go to oneinch.io, which spreads your order across all the order books is what you definitely should do. I don't care what you're trading. If you're trading anything in the Ethereum network, you should be doing it at oneinch.io or matcha.xyz because you're gonna get way better order execution. You're gonna make way more money. You're gonna save a lot of money. So if I you know, go I to, know, yeah, if you go to oneinch.io and you type in Hex and you see how much you can dump it for, I mean, you want to dump your hex, you want to dump it for USDC. If you were to dump a million dollars of hex, you're going to get 3% slippage. It's awesome. It's great. If you want to buy it, you're going to get 3% slippage. It's awesome. It's great. And the funny thing is, the higher the price goes, the lower the slippage gets. Because the price is a function of how much liquidity is there. Because it's a ratio. Because the majority of the liquidity is on Uniswap V2. So the only way that the price actually goes up when the majority of your trading on, is on Uniswap V2 is if the ratio of the ERC-20 is going down versus its trading pair, which in HEX is majority USDC. So the majority of liquidity for HEX is the USDC stablecoin. Only 15%. So if I want to sell, let, mm -hmm. sell $10 million. Yeah, who, who's, selling, who's market selling $10 million? If you're gonna if you're gonna if you're gonna perform a ten million dollar sell, I suggest you be the liquidity and get a better deal by using a limit order than trying to eat someone else's liquidity and eat and eat a lot of slippage. So if you if you want to get out, you be the liquidity and get out. Don't market sell ten million and get beat up. I mean you probably get ten percent slippage. 
my guess on a 10 million sell. We'll go look it up. Let's go look it up. That's what I'm looking up right now. And, and the, my, the point I want to get to is that you're claiming that you're number three, but if you go and have a look at these metrics, like you, you, you know, your 24 hour volume and all that is, is off everything, you know, above and below it, similar size by a factor of a hundred to a thousand. And that's what I'm trying to get into the, every, all the, uh, you realize that those that, numbers are very visible and obvious. They're right next to the yeah. other numbers that you're talking about. So you're pretending that there's some type of hidden information, but it's not hidden. It's literally right no, there. That's, that's, it shows that's market cap that, and then it shows that's volume. That's information that's hidden. Right next to them. That's not the information that's hidden. If you let me get to the second and th third order things, these are the things that people don't think critically about. And so when there's only this tiny little fraction of 1%, if that, between 1% and 0.1% actually being traded, and then you, you extrapolate the price that it's trading at and say that this is the market cap. The fact is that it's not, and it's not, no, I agree. You're wrong. Everyone tries to sell house you're or wrong. cars and it goes to zero. That's, you're wrong. That's irrelevant. Listen, that's you're wrong, and I and I will and I will get your point across for you. Okay, the point that Alex here is trying to make. Are you gonna let me? You gonna let me finish? I can, I'm gonna not? make your point for you, and you're gonna be proud of it. Watch, I'm gonna make your point for you, and you're gonna be proud that I phrased it so well. The point that we'll Alex is trying to make comments. is that our market cap, although it is the third highest, has other parameters next to it that are very different from other coins at similar market caps. The trading volume is extremely lower. The slippage is higher. Your ability to enter or exit a position is smaller. You're gonna eat more slippage, right? Have I properly represented what you're trying to tell everybody? No, no. No, okay, good. So the f all those metrics are a factor of 100 or a thousand sure. lower than yep. comparable coins, like yes. you just said. Yep, that's but, right. Here's the but. When people try to sell all their houses, all their cars, and it goes mm -hmm. to zero, if people try to sell all their Bitcoin, mm -hmm. it's going to zero. Mm -hmm. I agree with that. But we have to be, allow for a reasonable number of people, like fair market, to be able to buy and sell mm -hmm. and realize the price if they want yeah. to. Yep, And the I problem with that. Hex is that it's advertising or coming across as these everyone has made this much money it's up this no, much percent it's not at, yes it data, is advertising that yes. the data is the numbers that's true sure mm -hmm. but if any meaningful number of people between one percent and 0.1 percent of people try to sell the price is going to collapse towards zero no because no, what you're is saying is not true between one percent and 0.1 percent of the volume the actual training the market depth and so 99.9 Dude, you don't know what you're talking about think think that they have this amount of money, but if anyone tries to realize uh -huh. that, it's going sure. to zero. And okay. that's just, that's sure. the math. L let's play, no, it's not the math, okay? I know the math it because is. it's it on is. the chart, it's public. No, that's your fantasy theory, okay? The reality it's is not, on the it's chart. The numbers. There's $50 million of sure. daily volume, yeah, and let's you're go. claiming that it's a, it's a $50 billion coin. I'm gonna so educate 0. you. So 0.1% of people try to sell, it's going to zero. I'm gonna educate you. You're gonna learn some things on this call. I'm gonna make you smarter, yeah, why, and you're gonna be able to I'm make wrong. more money. I'm going to tell you well, right now, okay? Were you there when Bitcoin was started, when it was founded? Like when, when did you get into Bitcoin? 2012? Yeah. Nice. I got in 2011, first quarter. I mined full blocks on my own, no pull. Me and my computer, video cards, mining full blocks on my own, 50 BTC block reward, no pull. Back then, you didn't even have to include a fee, okay? Oh, no. yeah. Do you wish that you bought in 2011? Sure. Or 2012. Sure. Who wouldn't, who wouldn't, well, the yeah. price went up a lot. 
I, I think 2011 yes. was a better deal. P price was probably 10x different. Yeah. Now, when do you think was the most profitable time to buy Bitcoin? Well, the earlier, the better, isn't it? Yeah. And do you know what other parameters earlier had? The lowest liquidity, the most slippage. Satoshi owned 100% of the coins. The best time in the world to have bought Bitcoin was when Satoshi owned all the coins, there was no liquidity, there was tons of slippage, and there was no volume. Wasn't well, that interesting? Huh. So you're accusing Hex of having the same parameters that Bitcoin had when that was the best time to buy it. Hmm. No, interesting. That's, that's, not, that's not the comparable. It is that comparable. It, you just don't realize it. You think you're smarter than the market. Your understanding is what caused you to miss a 380,000% run up. I was right. My design was right. Hex was right. You are wrecked. You think that you're smart, but you don't learn from your mistakes. You should have bought Hex and made 380,000% return. But instead, you thought you were smarter than the market. You're not. The market's smarter than no, you. No, Okay, here's the problem. So two things that you've got wrong there. Bitcoin had those comparables, but at all times, you had the ability to sell and realize if you want, it was a free Bullshit. market at all times. Bullshit. I was there. There was one place in the whole fucking planet to buy called Mount Gox. I know because I fucking bought there. I made the $30 fucking top. There was no fucking other place to sell. It was just Mt. Gox. And guess what? Their fucking shit went down. What are you going to do when it went down? You know how many people lost their coins in Mt. Gox? 200,000 Bitcoin is sitting there still. They nuked, nuked 60,000 and sold it on a market in 2018 what's that got and to, dumped what's the price. What's that got to do with my point? That anyone, Your point is that you anyone, could get out whenever you wanted. No, you couldn't. No, you fucking couldn't. There was no decentralized exchanges. There was no exchange where you could trade without AML KYC. The vast majority of hex trading has no AML KYC. It's on decentralized exchanges where you can't lose your money. It's a superior system to what Bitcoin had when it launched. Hex trading is vastly, infinitely superior to what Bitcoin had for decades, if not now, if not fucking now. You want to get into a stable yeah, coin out of Bitcoin? I, Tell me what you're going to do. What are you going to do? I'm you want to get out of Bitcoin into a stable coin? What are you going to do now, today? You're going to suck middleman dick is what you're going to do. You are going to suck middleman dick to turn your Bitcoin into a stable coin. Now let's look at Hex. You want to get out of Hex into a stable coin? You let, you do you get to suck middleman dick? If I want, if no, I want to get out of a Bitcoin right now, I go and use ThorChain or I wrap it and I go yeah, to Yeah, Chain just got hacked. How's that, bro? ThorChain just got hacked for $24 million. What's up? I go What's use Republic yesterday? Protocol. I go use... You just I advertised a protocol that was hacked for $24 million two days ago. You just did that. And they, and they fixed it. It has a bug. You can go and wrap your Bitcoin. You can go and use a... Oh, yeah? Tell me about wrap Bitcoin, synthetic. yeah? Who's your counterparty when you wrap Bitcoin, bro? Who's your counterparty? You can use, use wrap Bitcoin without going to BitGo. Bullshit. Through balanceables and, syn and synthetics. If nope. I yes, don't think can. so, bro. Yes, you can. Nope. But let's, let me get back to my original point. Hex is my better than Bitcoin today, and it's way better than Bitcoin was 10 years ago, but you just don't my realize My point it. was that anyone that had coins was able to move them or try to sell yeah. them and move them to sell them if they wanted to. So who are these people in Hex that are Listen, fucked that you're talking about? Let me about? finish my point. Let me finish my point. 99.99% of Hex coins are locked up or they no. can't be sold. No, they're not. You're if retarded. they tried to sell, the price oh collapsed as soon as 1% or 0.1% of people try to sell. No, you're retarded and wrong and the numbers you're quoting are literally wrong. 90% are liquid, 10% are staked. What the fuck are you talking about? Why don't you go to hex.vision and go look at the fucking chart? 90% are liquid, 10% are staked.
You don't know what the fuck you're talking about. You just literally quoted the shit backwards. You just 99%, said... 99% of coins aren't being traded in the 24-hour volume each day compared to Bitcoin and those others yeah, around let's it talk about volume. Those high ratios. Yeah. Let's talk about volume. Do you make money on volume? What do you mean by that? Do, I make do you, Alex Saunders, make money on volume? When you look at the volume chart and it goes up, do you make more money? You need a healthy market needs volume in terms Yo, of- Yo, dog, this is not a hard question. That. I'm just asking you if you can make money on volume or not. You personally, whatever shit you're holding, when it has more volume, do you make more money? In, yeah, indirectly, you don't want to invest in something that has no volume and liquidity, no. I'm you dodged making, the question making, twice, that's badass, bro. How many times are you going to dodge that question? See, I'm going to just get to answer it for you, you because you didn't I'm answer it. You, yes, it does, it does affect you. That wasn't a question. I asked you if you make money on volume, and you keep saying everything except the answer. The answer is no, you don't make money on volume. You Do you know who makes money on volume? Money. Do you want you me to tell you who makes money, money on volume? No, you fucking don't. No, you don't. No, you don't. No, you don't. You're not getting out. No, you don't. You're not getting out without volume. How many That's fucking Rolexes? I got a million dollars of Rolexes here. Didn't get made on volume, dog. Didn't. You don't know what the fuck you're talking about. I do, okay? Volume is how market makers make money. You know who they make the money on the backs of? The poor son of a bitch users, I guess you, that pay them for the fucking privilege of using their liquidity. Exchanges who steal your data, leak your data, make you beg and send selfies and hostage videos to get your money back. They make money on volume. The users lose money on volume. The fucking more volume you see on the chart, the more the losers the more the users are losing their money to middlemen and fucking exchanges. And you ain't neither of those. So why are you promoting the fucking middlemen getting rich? Why are you promoting the liquidity providers getting rich? Why are you promoting the exchanges getting rich, sucking volume dick, when you can't make any money on it? Because you're an idiot. You don't understand what's good for the world. What's good for the world is not volume. Volume is people getting chopped up. Volume is buying tops and selling bottoms. You wanna know how you get rich in crypto? You delay gratification. You know how many people got to run up the 6.5 million X run up in, in Bitcoin? Barely anyone because they sold. Imagine if there was a product that you could buy it and it would stop your weak handed ass from selling your future. And then you would have the most price performant asset of the world still in your hands because you didn't sell it in a 2X when it did a 6,000 X. I invented something that monetizes the most important investing concept and most important self-development concept in the world, which is delaying gratification. And you don't see the magic. You don't see the beauty. You're caught up in promoting shit that sucks. You're promoting fucking volume. And the volume only hurts the users and enriches the middlemen. And middlemen, getting rid of them, is the whole reason cryptocurrency was invented. Cryptocurrency was invented to get rid of the shit that you're promoting. You want fucking volume to enrich Market makers to enrich exchanges, not users. Users lose money on that. Users pay the fucking fees on that volume. But you don't understand you're backwards. You want to know how you get rich in crypto? You buy something that has product market fit. You need to stop ranting. Mate, oh, think about oh, Ethereum. Mm -hmm. Uniswap does more volume than Coinbase. I did yes. a tutorial the other day of how right. to use optimism. Yeah. I'm not promoting volume isn't promoting fucking. Do you know who made Uniswap popular? I made Uniswap popular, personally, me. I carried them on my fucking back. Do you know who was the majority of Uniswap's liquidity for months? Hex. Yeah. So bow down and fucking respect because you only know about it because I made it popular. So I'm glad you're doing Mate, tutorial videos tutorial. about the I shit I made popular. on Uniswap before you were using it. Bullshit. Show me. Here you go. Fucking show you're me. Too scared. Time stamp you're too scared it. To let, you're too scared to let me share my screen. And share your fucking screen. Go ahead. Show some, some more hex data. Yeah, let's do it. I'm ready. I'll, I'll make your screen bigger. I'll hide. 
Let's go. Show me this low ass volume, dude. Show me these people trapped, trapped into 380,000% gains. The fucking horror. Show it to me. Let's go. Uh, you've disabled screen sharing. I didn't. Host, host has disabled participant screen sharing. Can you enable my ability to share the screen? Advanced sharing options. All participants. There you go, buddy. Okay. Attack. Okay. Let's see that screen. I'm going to make it larger. Can you see that? Hell yeah, dude. Took over my whole screen. I can't see shit. All I see is your screen. No one on my channel can even see me anymore. Let's do it. Okay. Okay. So here we go. Yep. You've got, you know, market, market cap. This is what yep. we were just talking about before. Yep. You know, this is mm -hmm. healthy, you know, 16 billion, billion. Healthy. And here we've got. Hold on. Why is that healthy? Hex, Hex that claims to be 84 billion in market cap, yet only 50, you know, factor of a thousand. Oh, it claims it. It claims it. Okay. Hold on. Let's get rid of these lies. Let's get rid of the lies. How is market cap calculated? Price times circulating supply. Okay, nice. And where is volume in that equation? This is what you were just talking about before. No, 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 no. This is math, motherfucker. This ain't hard to tell, okay? You just told me the formula for market cap, and I didn't hear the word volume. So can you tell me where volume is in the market cap calculation? I'm, I'm not, that's not the point I'm making. The point I'm is that there's no volume in the market cap calculation, but you fucking wish there were. Even though it's visible right fucking there, you think people don't see it or some shit, like they're retarded. No, it's right there, yeah. bro. They saying, M instead of a B. That's not what I'm saying at all. That's what I'm saying No, you're all. wishing that, that there was an extra mechanic on market cap because you have your feels about what you feel the market should do. And you feel that the fucking market cap shouldn't be what it is because you feel that I the volume isn't high enough because you're targeted. I just know that if any more than one one thousandth of them ever tries to sell, price collapses and goes to zero. That's what I'm trying to say. You're retarded, dude. You're retarded. Active sure, addresses. so let's do this. Active let's addresses. do this. You've got a thousand active addresses. Bitcoin and Ethereum have got a, a thousand times more how, than that. How old is Bitcoin and Ethereum? How old are they? Never are they a year gone. and a half old? How many fucking active users did they have when they were a year and a half old? You've got a hundred new users a day and you're trying to No, claim it's like 3,000 new users a day, dude. You don't know the fuck you're talking about. Here's the Go real, to Etherscan. Here's, here's the real kicker for everyone at home. Why do you keep quoting was, wrong what, numbers? We're literally looking at charts. Like, why don't you what quote the, the real numbers? Of November was it? What was it? Big payout day or hex? What was it called? Yeah, big payday. Yeah. So this this is showing people something really important here. That this is the realized market cap. This is when coins actually had a chance to move that day, oh my God, rather so than dumb. ninety to ninety nine percent oh of them God. not being moved and in circulation. And realized wow. market cap and all the metrics went to zero that day. So so hold on, and let then, me get this right. The price is up 380,000 plus percent before staking. For the one one thousandth of people that get to sell them, yes. You understand that 90% are not locked. You understand you're talking shit that doesn't make sense. No, you don't understand that. So I have to tell it to you. You literally, why don't you show the price chart? Why don't we start there? No, I'm, I'm showing my points and you haven't been able to debunk them. I'm just saying <laughs> And all that is is fine. Yeah, it's, okay, it's hold for on. one Let's rewind. in every thousand Let's people. Rewind. And if ever yeah. anyone more than uh -huh. that tries to sell, it goes to zero. Uh, great. Okay, let's rewind. Ready? Let me make your point for you very clearly. Everyone that's listening, you're listening. Alex Saunders, who did not participate in a 380,000% run-up and who does not have a million of dollars of watches sitting behind him and who did not get $23 million given to charity in the last two days and did not have some God whale 
just sacrificed 20 million in a single transaction and another guy, 11 million at USDC in a single transaction, a guy that has never been successful as far as I can tell, and has missed the biggest opportunity of his life with Hex, even though he knew about it, instead of in participating, he wanted to shit talk it. He is now telling you that everything is doomed. And then in fact, even though everything's going wonderfully, one day the rug is going to get pulled and everyone's going to lose everything because he doesn't understand markets. He doesn't so get it. So this is the most important take-home point I want everyone to understand today. Mm -hmm. This is circulation, the number of coins that are actually moving. Mm -hmm. And here you can see it's around 15, 10 billion. And what's the hex circulating supply? About 500, whatever. So what this is showing know. you here, guys, is that Richard controls 90%. In one day, in one move, 500 billion coins move, then they go back dormant and that's well, those well, coins alex hold on then, from there you can make false you're arguing against yourself however you want you're arguing against yourself bro hold on a second let me make sure i got your math right your math was everybody's locked up no one can get out but the chart shows the opposite 90 percent's unlocked and then you add some new data you're like hold on richard owns 90 percent of the coins well if if that were true which i don't think it is but if it were true wouldn't that make it 10 times easier for everyone to get out because in fact, that fucking, uh, the origin address has never sold a coin. It's never sold a coin. So half the supply was in the origin address and then it got sent to daughter addresses and nobody knows what that transfers were. Maybe they were sales. Maybe they're just transfers to other addresses. But then when you go look at those coins, they're just sitting there getting diluted while everyone else is staked and making interest and making 40% a year average interest. Those coins are just sitting there, not making interest. Well, God, isn't that nice for those, uh, those other guys? I bet they sure do enjoy yeah. their outsized returns. And so like- that's how, that's how you have to design the system so that 45% or whatever it is of coins keep going to this address. And I don't oh know whether you God. control it or not, oh. but the more you can do that, well, the bigger you can make the market cap appear. And the very, you, very few people that are left to actually give it a price and that tiny piddly little volume each day make everything look so inflated. <laughs> and then you start, you start telling people, oh, we're number three on coin market cap. Okay. But the fact is it's a one one thousandth metric that keeps getting more and more diluted to your Yo, address hey. and it just feeds on itself. You know what would be awesome? Do you know what would be really cool? Let me, let me, so I have so much to teach you, bro. I'm not sure you're going to get it, but you guys are listening. You're going to get it. You know who makes money on market cap? You know who makes money on it? Nobody. It's a fake number. It's made up. You can't trade it. You can't put a bid on the market cap chart. You can't put an ask on the market cap chart. Your order can't get filled because you can't place fucking orders on it. It's in a totally made up bullshit metric that no one can make money on. Not even the exchanges, not even the market makers. Absolutely no one can make money on the market cap number. I don't actually understand why people give a fuck about it to tell you the truth because it's, it's literally useless market. it's part of it's one of many metrics you look oh, at is it healthy is market. it how do you feel about dogecam's dogecoin's market cap brother how are you feeling about that dogecoin dogecoin suffers from similar problems to hex but for the same reason lost oh. coins circling supply i agree oh, it has okay. similar properties yeah. yeah and how did dogecoin do versus bitcoin this year murdered it this is what, so the market tries what, to teach you shit point. but you can't learn it it's it's funny so no, let me I'm ask you this. You. Let me I'm ask you this. You. Okay. It's the reason why Doge pumped. It's the same. Ga it's the same. Galaxy brain. Galaxy described. brain. Galaxy brain. Let me ask you a question. Okay. <laughs> a guy buys hundreds of millions of dollars of hex. I don't think he bought hundreds. Let's take this just one Godwill. This one guy who has ETH from the Genesis address. I think he's got like 3 billion hex or something. I think it might've cost him 
maybe 20 or 30,000 ETH to get that because he was buying like early. You tell me what, Dan, we'll go and have a look because I looked at all the on-chain data before and there hasn't been that much. There's well, been when a you lot saw, of when you saw the very beginning. A lot of recycling effects. What? What are you talking There's about? There's been a lot of recycling of the ETH. Tell me about you can that. Look at the velocity. Oh, recycling the velocity. of ETH. Okay. Well, tell me more. Yes. I, I want to know about it. If we dive into the on-chain data, you uh -huh. can see that particularly early on, the velocity and the turnover is a lot of the same. Why don't same you like, show, so, show your screen, bro? Why don't you just keep your screen shared, man? Let, let's. Nobody wants to see my face. Nobody wants to see your face. Let's let's show that badass screen. Can we see the price chart, or you want to hide that? What do you What do you want to look at now? Price. Yeah. Yeah, the thing that you can actually make money on, the only thing you can actually make money on, unless you That's take bullshit, liquidity provider you risk. You can't make money if so, you're telling people they've got these huge gains, and if people go, "Great, I invested whatever, and now I've got this hundred million they think they're sitting on," the fact is they can't. If anyone ever tries, if fifty people try to sell a million dollars, okay. that goes Hold to on. zero. Let's let, let's do this math real quick. So when I go on Twitter and I see people buying McLarens, Lamborghinis, Ferraris boats houses and shit that's fake those aren't real or those real how what's that got to do with this well you're telling me that that can't happen because the price is going to go to zero what's, but i see it with what, my what, eyes i don't get it i said if people are trying to sell in a liquid market it's going to zero. oh okay well here's cars. what's funny here's what's funny it doesn't look like they want to sell the world's best performing asset it looks like they want to buy it that's so it kind of fucks up your thesis, yet. bro. No, no, they, they do realize that's it. That's why we've I'm dipped in price seventy-five percent five or six times. We dipped mathematically in price impossible for all these people to make money. While the while the realized market cap isn't there, there's never been more than twenty. Or bro, didn't you just say? Didn't you just X. say I owned ninety percent of the coins? Well, wouldn't that in theory make the market cap ten times less, so you could shut the fuck up about it ten times more? You can't have it both ways, bro. You come up with this fan fiction bullshit that. One, I own all the coins, but two, no one can get out. But but three, actually, 10 times less people need to get out because actually fucking Richard owns all that shit. You can't have it both ways. You're arguing against yourself. No, so, I'm so agreeing like, with you. 10 times less people still can't get out because of how bullshit oh, this is. Oh, right. Okay, so when we have, so when we were the number one liquidity provider on Uniswap for months, and and then anyone that wanted to get out could, and we would have, like, you you have a fantasy in your head you know what? Let's let me let's try role reversal. I'm gonna try new shit with you today, right? Let's try role reversal. Do you like Bitcoin? I've got. I'm, I'm after going a tick. I've got a crying baby, but uh, I do like Bitcoin. Okay, I think it's a Ponzi. You can't sell. It's all gonna go to zero. Market cap's too high. There's not enough volume. You're promoting a Ponzi. Why are you doing that? It's all gonna go to zero, bro. You can't sell it. No, no, it's not, mate. It's got Whoa, hold up, 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 hold up. Oh, yeah? Yeah, because I read reports all that volume's fake. I read a report from Bitwise that said that all that volume was fake. And then I have to use nomics.com to filter out all the fake volume where people are putting orders in between the bid-ass spread. Boop, 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 boop. No actual orders are getting filled. The order book's never changing. But look at all the volume. Look at all the fake volume. The majority of volume in cryptocurrency is fake. So you're looking at fake numbers. So you have to go to nomics.com and look at their transparent volume indicator. So why don't you go to nomics.com real quick and look at their transparent volume indicator? That was nomics I was on. Mm -hmm. Yeah, go ahead. You skipped one that of the five nomics columns. It's called transparent volume. We'll go back to nomics. There's only five columns there. There's no reason to miss it, ignore some of them. 
You've already tried to change what market cap means by introducing a volume parameter magically because sticking it right next to it doesn't work for you because you think so you understand the market better. That, that moves in any given seven day period is about a few hundred million, maybe one billion if we're being generous. And yes, again, you, you understand. Right, right back to my theory that it's around one one thousandth is reality. Everything else is oh 90% rigid and 90% oh can't move. All right, okay. One, one so, one thousandth. So everyone's smoking mirrors. Everyone's the happiest they've ever been. Everyone's buying Rolexes and Ferraris and Lamborghinis, but you think it's not real. Don't understand it. And then you invent some fan fiction bullshit that all of a sudden everybody's going to sell and murder the price. But the no, the rate no. at which people are locking up their coins is getting longer. So it used to be four point eight years. Now it's five point eight years. What all you've built, all you've built is a BitConnect. Everyone was happy in BitConnect oh when God. the number on the screen tells them they're rich. Oh but then God. you're making people lock up for either longer. And hey, BitConnect bro, would have survived longer if Hold you on. made people lock up for years at a time. That's all it Bitcoin's, is. It's just a fancy sure. BitConnect where you're making I'm people sorry. lock up for longer. I, f I forgot we were doing a number this. on the screen that yeah. tells them they're rich. But I forgot. Happy. Sure, I forgot that we were doing this. Bitcoin's going to go to zero because everyone can't sell. There's not enough volume. There's not enough liquidity. Michael Saylor bought hundreds of millions of dollars and he's at a loss now with a slippage he'd have to eat if he had to sell. Bitcoin doesn't make people lock up for, for years whoa, at whoa, a time. Whoa, 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 whoa. Hold on, hold on. Hold on a second. The, I think you're full of shit. Invest. Let's go check on that. Let's go check that, bro. Go to bitinfocharts.com and let's show you how dumb you are. Go, bitinfocharts.com. Let's what go. What metric do you want to look up? Just go to bitinfocharts.com. What do you think it is, a porn site, bro? Come on, just go. I'm telling you that... I'm telling you that nice. Bitcoin doesn't there we go. have a lockup for years now go, at a time. Now go, go to, where's the rich list? Where's rich list? See, top left corner, right there, boom, Bitcoin rich list, yeah. Yep. It says here that 42% uh, of the coins are in the top 2,000 addresses. What if they want to sell, bro? What if those 2,000 people want to sell? What's going to happen to the price? Huh? What's going to happen? What's going to happen when those 2,000 gonna... wallets want to sell, bro? I don't You're know. Oh my God, it's going to go to zero. It's going to go to zero. No, it's, it's going to go to zero. The Bitcoin market has the ability to absorb a no, thousand. No, no, it doesn't. No, it doesn't. Because it drops sixty-five percent in two weeks during the COVID dip, and it drops eighty-five percent every four fucking years. So, bro, it drops eighty-five percent every four years. Hex, it goes oh my to god, zero. that's just what I want. No, you're full of shit. You're full and of shit, the and the chart you thinks you're dumb. It's the one thing. Hey, everybody. Alex Saunders believes that you can't sell your hex for money, and it'll go to zero if you try to. That's what Alex Saunders believes. Alex Saunders believes this is a black hole in the future that it's going to hit, and everyone's going to try and sell, and no one's going to be able to get their money out, and it's going to go to fucking zero. The world's biggest rug pull ever. Did I accurately represent your 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 prediction? I want. If there's a thousand people out there that are hexagons that think that they're millionaires, if fifty of you try and sell a million dollars worth of hex. You know, it's going to go to zero. And I it's just. It's going to go zero, mate. It's going to go zero. You're retarded. Let's go to look at this dormant addresses, all right? You see that link? Top dormant addresses for five years on Bitcoin. Why don't you click that? It's dead center, center of the pitch. Wait, down, sorry. down, down. Yep, that's it. Now, you told me that Bitcoin wasn't locked up, and you told me that you could sell your Bitcoin whenever you want, but it kind of looks to me with the data on chain that it is locked up because the coins never ever move. So why don't you mouse over that chart right there? But these mouse people over have it. The, freedom to, the freedom to do it. Oh yeah, and 90% of the hexagons do too. As a matter of fact, I would say a lot more coins have moved in Hex's recent history than in Bitcoin's recent history. So imagine if all those guys who have never moved their Bitcoins, imagine if all those guys that have never moved their Bitcoins like Satoshi, who has a million of them, 
okay? What if they just start selling all at once, bro? What's gonna happen to the price? It's gonna go to zero to quote you. And what's gonna happen to all the other coins? Like Ethereum dropped 95%. Hey bro, what's an extra 5%? It could go to zero, right? Your argument's silly, it's farcical, but you just think that Bitcoin and Ethereum have some special property. They don't. As a matter of no, fact, they're never. inferior systems to Hex, vastly inferior. I just want people to know that the Hex numbers are just so much lower than what's oh been promoted. You know, there's a, th a thousand really? active addresses Show me the lie, day. dog. Like, this, is, this is pathetic. Like, so let me ask you a question. In a, in a system where people stake on an average of 5.5 years, what kind of activity do you want them to do once they've burnt their coins? You want them to spam up the ETH network so that you like it more because you think the wrong metrics are the right metrics? Would that be better? Uh, hey guys, let's go spam up the fucking, let's spam up the volume and we'll spam up the transactions and we'll make a bunch of fake users and then Alex will be happy because that makes his metrics, even though he's wrecked and, and Richard's basically the price god, right? I called the top on the day. I predicted $60,000 Bitcoin two years ago on stage on Malta. I called the $20,000 top in 2017, and I called it for months ahead of time as well when it was $3,000. I'm basically the price prediction god. But you, a pleb, come here and speak to the man who invented the 380,000% run-up thing, and your appeal to, oh my god, I'm going to save everybody, is that everyone, when they go to sell, there's not going to be any liquidity. Even though you probably own Ethereum and it dropped 95%. Sup, bro. And you probably own Bitcoin, dropped 85% every four years. Sup, bro. Let me tell you how many times you could have sold your you know hex on got, a double. Um, you know that I've got a paid group. Yeah, and you're a scammer for doing that. Paid groups are scams. You are a wrecked pleb. You can't make money in the market. And then you steal money from other people, promising them the concept that they're going to make money when they could have actually made money, not enriching you to tell them stories, but actually buying coins that go up thousands of X. We Thousands of X. Have a, we have a resubscription rate in the high 90% for four years because of how good our research and information uh -huh. is. Right. And that's why we have 6,000 people in the biggest pay group in the world. But I don't nice. talk about it much because I, I don't need to You're call myself the hey, crypto let's, guy. You know what? Let's bet do. some money right now. Let's make some price predictions. I think Bitcoin's going to 10K. Let's bet. How much you want to bet? 100,000 US. Let's do it. I'm, yeah, fine. Bitcoin's I'll take your money. Going to 10K. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Well, let's have a bet. Yeah. Make it up. What yeah, do you want to do? Fine. That's fine. I'll bet you $100,000 Bitcoin's going to 10K. I'll take the other side of that bet. Yep. It does. Yep. So what's the time frame? And what do I get if I win? What, what? You just said hundred grand, didn't you? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So in Bitcoin next, goes to 10K year? within the next year. Yep. Bitcoin <laughs> goes to 10K within the next year. You're going to give me hundred grand if it does, right? How are you gonna pay me? You're gonna give me well, more Bitcoin because it's like worth less, right? I'll pay you. I'll pay you in hex because you won't be able to sell that much. Okay, so you're gonna buy a hundred thousand dollars of hex to pay me the hundred thousand dollars of hex if Bitcoin goes to ten thousand dollars. What is this here? Let me find this here. What's the date? What's today's date? Notepad. Where we at here, homie? Now, I have a feeling I'm not going to be able to collect off your broke ass, but we'll see how it goes. 718. You crunch those, those numbers for 2021. For yeah. And it's now 150. What the hell date is this? This time zone is wrong. What fucking time is it? 
Right, back to you. Back to you. How is it? What time is it? Is it one fifty-eight UTC? It's midnight in Australia, which is one. My time zones are all backwards. Thirteen fifty-nine UTC time. Oh. All right. So you're going to give me a hundred thousand dollars of hacks on the moment that Bitcoin hits ten k, time-weighted average price on. Uh, well, I don't know about a time-weighted average price. Let's go with uh, which 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 exchange. Uh, any exchange. You want to do a daily close, or like, we have a wick down below ten thousand. You're going to claim it, or you? I think it's going to be a wick. Gonna... I don't think it's going to live down there, so I just need a wick at ten k. Okay. Yeah, I don't think it's going anywhere near that. So either way, okay. You do you. Bitmax. Yep. <laughs> Bitmax. Pick a um, pick an exchange. Uh, F FTX is going to be the number sure. one exchange. All right. So FTX perpetuals. Yep. Okay, now look, I need another side of this bet. Is this, is this a good bet? Let me think. I think Bitcoin is going to 10K. You're going to be give me 100 grand if it does within the next year. I just think I'm on the wrong side of this bet. Hey, chat, is Hex my bet is, dumb? Hex. Am I supposed to include another parameter here? I'm not used to these Hex doing is, these weird option Hex bet is things. 24 hour volume. I'm just, I just want to get people and never, people are thinking oh, dude, this I have thing a better on millions and I have a better one. Never I have be a better one. Hold on. I have a better bet. This bet's too weird for me. I feel like I'm getting fucked on time option here. What do you think is going to double in price first? Bitcoin or Hex? And we can move that number around. We can make it oh, harder for Hex. A, we can, we can option it. Bitcoin is going to keep going to the freaking moon, but no one, but no one can sell. It doesn't matter. It's a number on the screen that no one can realize. That's the whole point. X is probably going to be the best performing coin for the next five years, but it fucking doesn't matter. No one can buy or sell any meaningful amount of it. For the record, Alexander says Hex and is likely just, to be the best performing out. coin for five years. No, no. I just want to get the parameters right. Shh. I'm trying to make this bet fair. I'm not sure it's fair unless there's another parameter in there because I'm not used to making these weird single option bets. And I don't want to just give you hundred grand unless you have a very high likelihood of losing it at least as, as high as the one that I have. All right. So... Let, you don't want to play the like, you we have to do a 10x and you have to make a 1x. Like Bitcoin could go up 2x and we have to do up 20x. That seems fair. I mean, we'd be 10x. We'd be 10x Ethereum's market cap then, right? That seems like a hard, yeah. a hard thing to do, right? No, not at all. Hex could go to the trillions <laughs> in market cap, but it's all smoke and mirrors. It doesn't matter. No one can ever sell. Or realize that. That's my whole point. Look, if chat wants to suggest me a way that I don't feel like I'm making a bad bet here, tell it to me. So I think Bitcoin is going to 10K, but then usually the person, I've only done this once before betting somebody or trying to. So I feel like you have to have some other like thing, like failure point to make it fair. I don't know. Maybe, maybe I'm wrong. Maybe I'm actually making a good bet, but I'm not convinced. What are you going to give me if I make a coin that gets higher on Nomics than Hex? I don't know, dude. I haven't thought about it. Look, you, you look. called me a loser that I've never done anything. And then you just... Well, no, you're, you're obviously not a loser. You have a paid group. I mean, that's that industry is a history of just winners. I mean, paid groups are the most highly looked upon thing in all of crypto. It's not like everyone that runs one is a disgusting scumbag. Or actually, wait, yes. Group. Yes, actually it, it is. It's a, re it's a research business. Right. Yeah. Well, you're, yeah. so how many people do you tell to buy hacks? 
Uh, a few do you know how many guys in there did? Yeah. Do you know how many times in there did? Do you know how many times? I said I said that I didn't like the ethics around it, the way it's constructed, and like I said, I think it was it had those Ponzi aspects. Do, where do you, you understand it's out. just Bitcoin with a proof of work change? Hex is just no, Bitcoin with a proof of work change. Yes, it is. I'll show it to you. You've got the you've got the incentives Look, and mechanics to get people to encourage them to lock up, and it's the same as a Ponzi. You're trying to do everything you can to get people to not run to the exits, and if and when they do, half it all goes to you anyway. That's a brilliant system. That doesn't make do. any sense. And a brilliant. What system you're saying on doesn't paper, make any but sense. But it's no good for everyone that's involved. The origin address does not receive any interest from anyone's stakes whatsoever. I don't know what the fuck you're talking about. The origin address only received. 50% of the supply in the beginning, it does not get paid when you stake. It does not get paid when you profitably end your stake. The only time it gets anything is if you lie and don't stake like you said you would and you emergency end stake and screw over everybody and don't do what you said you would. Then that penalty gets split between the origin address and all the other stakers. You mean screw over everybody like, God forbid, someone tries to sell. That's, that's what you have to prevent at all costs. That's why there's talking so about? penalties. That's what you said. If you... You get penalized heavily, but you got to try and stop people from selling you, because if one what? one thousandth of people try to sell, okay. it goes to zero. That's a cool story, bro. That's a cool story, bro. Let me ask you a question. I'm launching a fork of Ethereum. Creates 10,000 new coins in the world. About a billion hex has been sacrificed into that. I have to describe it specifically. Look, there's a billion hex billion. that was sacrificed to make the political statement that you believe blockchains are free speech and free speech is a protected human right. Where those those people that from? do that what, what earn address? points. Those points get free coins. Okay. You're telling me that people can't sell their hex, but yet they all just divested of it and all just got rid of it. And yet the price didn't go down. So I don't understand how you're wrong. Everybody just got rid of their hex. They gave it, they, they gave it to someone else. They didn't sell it. Oh, so, so when you give something away and the price doesn't go down, that's bad. Or like what? I don't get it. Well, so a billion hacks just got removed from the market, and you can see who did it. On the market, it got trans. The ownership got transferred to someone else. It did not get sold. So you're so you're saying the market supply just went down? No, it got transferred and what does that from do? one person to another. How does that affect price? What's that got to do with anything? Oh, so so supply doesn't affect price. How is it changing supply? It's because you're you're using this term sacrifice. How is it changing supply? Okay. Do you remember how I told you that the people that stake the longest? Let me try proving this another way to you. Because anyone that sells wrecks, wrecks the system. So you got to try and get them to lock up for as long as possible. Yes, I know. Hey, everybody, listen. I'm going to make Alex's point for him about 10 times so you get it. Alex thinks Hex is going to zero because you can't sell. Alex thinks Hex is going to zero because you can't sell. Alex thinks Hex is going to zero because you can't sell. Alex, do you want to sing it with me? Let's sing it together, bro. Um, because you have one point, a dumb point, but all you do is say it 20 or 40 times. So I want it, it's called in neurolinguistic programming, satiation. I want your brain to get satiated so you don't feel like saying it over and over and over again because it's the only thing you say. Hey everybody, Alex doesn't think there's enough buy support for you to sell and, and then it's gonna go to zero. Do, it's, called, it's called mimetic desire. Nice, great. I'm going to repeat it so everyone hears it. Alex thinks Hex is going to zero. Alex thinks Hex is going to zero. Can we shut the fuck up about it now? Have we covered it? Can we do new shit now? Okay. You're the one that's, Let uh, me tell you how many times you could have sold on a double in Hex. You could have bought January 5th, a year and a half ago. 
and sold on a double, 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 or sold on a fucking double. Yes, you could. Yes, you could. How do you think the price drops 70%? How do you think the price drops 70% six times? How do you think the price drops 70% six times? How do you think that happens? Because people sell the fuck out of it. Because people sell the fuck out of it. Do you know how many millions of dollars of fucking hacks I've seen people sell over the last two weeks? Millions and millions and millions and millions. And we see where the money goes. We see where the money goes. But your brain doesn't understand it. We see with our eyes where the money goes when people sell their fucking hex. People dump the hex price constantly, all the time. But because the demand exceeds the supply, the price keeps going up and people keep dumping it and they dump it and they empty their fucking wallets. And it doesn't matter because the God wheel who's buying it has more money than all their little pleb bags put together. And that guy stakes forever. I love him. God will, if you're listening. Bro, you're the best. Seriously. Consider donating to sends.org. Save your life. Be able to spend that money. You know what I mean? So like you, you just don't understand how liquid the market is. Do you understand how, how many people sell their bags on the way up 380,000%? Do you know how many people sold earlier? Shitloads. Tons. Tons and tons and tons of people emptied their hex bags earlier. They did everything they could to murder the price. Over and over again. We got a video of a guy that's like, I emergency end staked my 500 million hex and paid a, a penalty. But in reality, so I made a 2.5x. He sold half a billion hex. But you don't realize that because you're not looking at the chart. I have personally seen tons of people make millions of dollars and you're telling me it's not happening because you don't understand that the demand exceeds the supply. There's guys with billions of dollars that want hex. I had a phone call with a billionaire. He bought a lot. Like so I what just- What we can say here is that when you're just dumb, dude. Dumped seventy percent. We've barely. It's done it five times. It's done it five times. But look how piss weak the circulation and active addresses are. Like this is tiny amounts that are crushing the price seventy percent. Oh my god! You're just proving my point. Yeah, I'm tiny, proving your point. The, the best time to buy Bitcoin when there was no volume and no users and Satoshi owned all the coins. You're making fun of the best opportunity you'll have in your life. You're making fun of something pre-viral. You're making fun of something that's on no big exchanges yet, on no front pages of large coin market cap sites yet, with no positive press from anyone, with no one saying anything nice anywhere. It's pre-viral. You're looking opportunity in the face, but thinking that it's not opportunity because you're retard. You don't know what you're doing. You're looking at the most potentially profitable thing. You literally said that you think this is gonna be the highest performing asset in the next five years, but you're too dumb to buy it. What is wrong with because your brain, dude? It. Because because no one can sell it, mate. Sell it on a double, like just happened 11 times. Like, what are you talking about? You I don't understand uh -huh. what you're talking about. You should go to t.me forward slash hex trading and just ask them, hey guys, can you show me some wallets that have tried to nuke the price and go look at how much money they made? Millions I'm, and millions uh, and millions of soon. real dollars. I'm gonna wrap up soon because I've, I think I've made my point. And uh, Alex thinks hex is going to zero, everybody, but not Bitcoin. And not Ethereum, even though they drop 85 and 95% every few years, not those ones, because they're special. They're unique. But they're Hex is. Markets. Mm. No, they're not free markets, dude. No, they're not. Well, I'm gonna I'm gonna love you and leave you. All right. Um, we've got one of the best fundamental track records over the past eight years. He needs money, he wants you to join his paid group. group. No. We've got thousands of hours of free education, guys, all on the website. Yeah. Oh ah. you don't need you don't need oh, to join no. Oh, Shilling canceled. Oh, the guy who got wrecked, his shilling got canceled. Poor guy. All right. So anyway, every once in a while I have haters on because I know you guys like to see my savage people. So basically Alex's brain doesn't understand that there's so much demand for hex. 
He doesn't get it that people have tried to murder the price over and over and over again. And tons and tons and tons of people that bought early sold all the hex they ever had and got a 10X and then missed out on the 4,000X. They got a 20X and missed out on the 4,000X. They got a 40X and missed out on the 4,000X. He doesn't understand how much actual real money had to go and empty out all those guys' bags to be where we are today. He just can't understand it. He doesn't get it. His brain can't comprehend it. Sorry, man. He thinks volume is good as though that liquidity, by the way, volume and liquidity aren't related. You can have very high fake wash traded volume and no liquidity. And then when you go and try and price a limit order, it just the, the orders just disappear as though they were never there and you can't get your order filled. You go on any of these fake centralized exchanges and try and actually sell like $100,000 or something, the price disappears. It's crazy. You're like, so he, he doesn't understand that volume doesn't go on market cap. He doesn't understand that volume isn't liquidity. And he doesn't understand that Hex is extremely liquid and people have dumped tons and tons of Hex and the demand is just too high to care. He doesn't get it. And then he thinks, he thinks people that have got 15 year stakes are somehow gonna just wanna sell everything. Like they just got bored. Hey, I know I've got millions of dollars of, uh, of money tied up into these stakes, but hey, you know what? I'm just gonna eject and start crap talking it. No. Roger Ver sold his Bitcoin, started crap talking Bitcoin. Mike Kern sold his Bitcoin, started crap talking Bitcoin. You're not going to get that in Hex because if people have a 15-year stake, they're not going to be crap talking it. And so we have the best community getting tattoos and, and having meetups and just doing everything that an awesome community can do, helping each other, volunteering for each other, educating each other, starting YouTube groups, everything. Everything that's happening. Our community is absolutely amazing. Our price performance is amazing. Our uptime is amazing. We have the best price chart that I've ever seen. Everything is absolutely amazing. But he says, you know what? None of that matters. None of that matters. Because he thinks he understands the market better, which is why he's wrecked and trying to shill his paid group where he can get you wrecked, which I canceled by hitting end. I've never done that before. It's the first time I've ever done that. Um, it's, it's just disgusting to me. Uh, it, you know who runs paid groups? People that need your money. Do I run a paid group or I just make amazing price calls for free? I make amazing price calls for free. I called the Bitcoin top on the day. Did I charge you for it? Did I charge you anything for the education? No. Why? Because I've been a retired multimillionaire since 2003. Actually, 2005. Sorry. So that's what, 15 years, 16 years now? What do you want me to do? Free books, free coins, the best performing asset, the largest airdrop in history. People are buying amazing things everywhere. And God whales that have more money than any of you will ever probably have are delaying gratification for 15 years at a time. And then if, if it is the case that whatever these addresses are that are receiving the $170 million of hex so far, let's go look up these numbers actually. Let's go look this up. So right now I'm looking at the sacrifice address, the pulsechain.com sacrifice address. There's a thousand Ethereum in there. There was basically this address keeps turning the Ethereum into stable coins. So obviously someone has the keys because the, the Ethereum is being turned into stable coins. So something has keys somewhere. This got a single 10,000 Ethereum transaction today. And now I check the address and look, there's an, another thousand Ethereum there. There's another $2 million there. I think it's got like $10 million in sacrifices from Bitcoin users so far. It's got, uh, and this is aside from the 23 million that the Sense Foundation got. 
And right now, this address is showing $250 million of value just in ERC 20s and 2 million in just Ethereum. There's $166 million of hex sitting here, 1.1 billion hex. Nobody knows who or what may have the keys to this address. But what if, what if it was the case that whoever had the keys to this address wasn't the kind of person that liked selling hacks? What if that was the case? Do your own research. I see a lot of Ethereum getting sold for USDC by this address. I don't see that happening with hacks. Interesting. Nobody knows what may be in the mind of what machine or human may or may not hold those keys. But a guy as dumb as Alex, he just doesn't get it. He doesn't understand it. He's like, it's not selling. It's just a transfer. They're going from someone's possession to someone else's possession. You're like, well, bro, can they dump the price anymore? Can those guys that don't have hex anymore sell it and dump the price? Because they don't have hex anymore. How are they going to dump the price? And so it matters the likelihood of selling and time frame of selling that each party has. And so you have to ask yourself, in my experience, whales have the longest time preference, in my experience. And even if they didn't have the longest time preference, the number of coins that they have a very long time preference with, and by the way, I know they have the longest time preference because I've seen it, um, it just, he just doesn't get it. He doesn't understand. Everything is perfect and amazing, and he just wishes the rug would get pulled. He just wishes it would all end. And you're like, well, okay, who's going to pull the rug, bro? Everybody got bought out. Like everybody, the price went up 380,000%. Everyone that wanted to sell, sold. Everyone's, tons of stakes ended after big payday. Like what do you want? It's the opportunity of a lifetime. The best time to buy Bitcoin was when the liquidity was the lowest. The ownership was the most centralized. The volume was the lowest. And this is the same exact parameters for Amazon, Facebook, Ethereum. But he sees opportunity and he looks it in the face and he goes, uh, it's not opportunity. That's, that's dumb. That's bad. And then he literally with his own mouth said, I think this will be the top performing asset for the next five years and is likely to go to trillion dollars of valuation. Too dumb to buy. What? So dumb. And you're going to have hex on two chains soon. What? Now, let me include stuff. I usually don't like talking about the hex price. Like you'll never say, you'll never see me say like, oh, I think price is going to do this by this. I never do that. I'm way more likely to do that for stuff like Bitcoin and Ethereum, but not with like hex. So I want to be clear. You should have no expectation of profit from the work of others in anything that I'm involved with. You should have no expectation of profit from the work of others in Ethereum or Bitcoin or hex or any of these things. These are open source projects by and large. And so you are the person that does all the work. You are the person that makes things better. You are the person that mints your own rewards. You are the person that burns your coins. You are doing all the work. It is you. I could die. Hex.com could go offline. Doesn't matter. Code can't be stopped. Trading can't be stopped. Multiple front ends run by multiple people. It's absolutely perfect and wonderful and beautiful. I'm very sorry that Alex had the opportunity of a lifetime to participate in something that was pre-viral, that had the best metrics. He, he's looking at, he's, he's looking at the user count, and he's going, "There's only a thousand active addresses a day." Well, first of all, I don't think that's true, because I looked on Etherscan.io. Let's go look. 
etherscan.io and let's type hex. Now I'm looking at the holders chart and I just see it going up. So let's see here. July 14th, 226076. July 15th, 227029. 7029 minus 6076. Calc. 7029 minus 6076. That's a thousand people. So one day there was a thousand new holders. That's at least a thousand transactions to be a thousand new holders. And then how many users were using the contract that day? Probably tons. So this, this like idea that you've got like a hundred users a day, what doesn't make any sense. Let's go on DAP radar. Ready? DAP radar. And let's go look up some more stats. <clears throat> DAP radar. We got to go to Ethereum. God, where's this stuff? Where's Ethereum? Dap radar. Am I using this wrong? <sighs> ETH. There we go. All right. So if you go to dapradar.com forward slash rankings forward slash protocol forward slash Ethereum, you're going to see that Hex is number eight. It's number eight on Ethereum. Hex is the number eight application on Ethereum. You don't have any users. You don't have any users. Let's pretend he was right. He's not, but let's say pretend he was right. Let's pretend there was no users. You went up 380,000% on no users. Oh my God. What if you did get users? <gasps> oh my God. What would happen then? He's just dumb. He just like, he's like arguing for this to be a better investment. I don't, I don't get it just insane to me yeah so okay bro uh yeah i guess you just don't get it now on this site the the numbers for volume don't make any sense because volume is staking and end staking that don't measure that and then when it shows balance it also doesn't make any sense because there's not supposed to be any balance in the contract the only balance is there is from people that accidentally sent to erc20s and they're locked forever so on this site balance doesn't mean anything and volume doesn't mean anything if you want to see real balance and volume you can go to installstaker.app, which will show you how many people are buying, how many people are staking, all the things. And you can go to hex.vision. Great website. Absolutely wonderful website. So I had on my show a guy who's broke, sells a paid group, missed a 380,000% move, says it's going to be the highest performing asset for the next five years, but doesn't think he's going to be able to sell it. And here's another thing I don't understand. This is people are so dumb. Okay. Let's pretend, let's pretend that there was no liquidity in Hex. There was none, absolutely none. But magically the price kept going up. What happens when you place a limit order? You are the liquidity. And guess what? The price doesn't get to go up anymore until you're filled. So if at any moment, even if there's absolutely no liquidity at all, that means it's easier for you to get filled. So you just place your, place your limit order. You can place limit orders on oneinch.io, matcha.xyz, or Uniswap v3 using the pool function, but you have to withdraw it after you're filled or it'll unfill, okay? And uh, if there's no liquidity, just set limit orders. And then the price can't go any higher unless you get filled, and then you are the liquidity. It doesn't make any sense to me. The price doubled 11 times. It's still going up. 
Like, I just, I don't understand how to beat knowledge into these people's head. I try everything. I try role reversal. I try showing them their analogies don't make sense because they don't make sense for other crap that they like. Like Ethereum dropped 95%, but everyone thinks it's great now. But didn't it drop 95% though? Well, yeah, it's better now. That's how life works. Hey, Bitcoin, it dropped 65% in two weeks for the COVID dip. It dropped 85% in 2017. It dropped 80 or yeah, 2017, end of it. It dropped 85% from 1300 to 266 at the end of 2013. It, it dropped 85% four years before that. And you're like, this is in crypto, dips are in crypto. Hex has dropped 70% like five or six times or seven times. It's in crypto, it's fine. It just keeps making new all-time highs. How can you, how can you make fun of something that's up 380,000%? I just, I, what, 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 what? Everyone's buying Lamborghinis and Ferraris and the price is up 380,000% before staking. It's up like 5,000% after staking. How can you make fun of it? I don't understand. I don't get it. How, how stupid, how dumb do you have to be? I don't get it. I don't get it. I don't get it. All right, I'm gonna look at everybody's. Uh, let's let's look up some. I'm gonna make sure that chat can hear me. Chat, can you hear me? If you can hear me, type moon. Go for that. Everybody's saying rug pull. This is so funny. Hey guys, let's let's play a game. Let's play another thought experiment. Okay, I love doing these thought experiments. Was I rich before cryptocurrency was invented? Yes, I was a retired multimillionaire before cryptocurrency was invented. I retired in 2005. Actually, I had to be earlier than that. I think it was 2000, 2005, yeah. So I retired in 2005, started traveling the world, have been to, I don't know, 100 different countries, lived in a hotel for five years, traveling all over the world. Bitcoin was invented in 2009. I've mined full Bitcoin blocks on my own, 50 BTC block rewards, and I was already a retired multimillionaire and, and helped make the $30 top and wrote it down to two, unfortunately. So I was rich long before Bitcoin was ever invented. What do you think is more likely? That I'm going to need to sell some coins that I like or that I might buy some coins that I might like? I just don't understand. So let's, let's talk about some other stuff. People like to spread rumors. Like, I've got a million Ethereum. That's a rumor I've heard. Well, let's say that was true. If I had a million Ethereum, would I need to sell anything other than Ethereum ever? It seems like a lot of Ethereum. What is Ethereum? $2,000 now? Well, 2,000 times a million is a, gee, 2 billion. Let me check the math on that. I mean, I know it is, but let's do it anyway. Nope, oh, 1 million. Yep, 2 billion. Richard, when are you gonna pull the rug? Bro, the, look, go look at the liquidity. Go see who's providing it. It's a bunch of people that have a bunch of weird coins I don't like. The guy, this god whale that's buying it up, he got his Ethereum back when I was saying Ethereum sucked. <laughs> like, you know, and he's bought some coins that I don't know. I don't know why he would buy this. Like, ugh. so I'm glad that he's uh, participating in things that I like, but some of the things, you know, I don't know why I would participate in them. So it's just crazy. If you're gonna if you're gonna make up fan fiction fantasy crap about rug pulls, then I want to hear the fan fiction fantasy crap about magic carpet rides. I'm ready. It's just crazy. The dumb wrecked plebs out there are just insane. All right, everybody's here saying moon. Good. <laughs> oh, this is so funny. 
Somebody says, listen to how smart chat is. Why is Hex trending sideways? Oh, let's go look at the chart. Let's go see, let's go see the intelligence of the statement. Let's do some measurement here. Okay, uh, Hex right now, let's, let's pull up a weekly chart for fun. Okay, Hex on the weekly is up 62.5% on the weekly. Does that sound like sideways to you? No, up 62% over the last week does not sound sideways to you. Why is chat so stupid? That's not all chat. The people, like my people from my community that are in chat, very smart. Apparently Alex's community, I don't know guys. I don't know. What are you typing in my chat here? Why is Hex going sideways? Weekly candle up 63.5%. 65.52 is what I see now. That's called a green candle. That's up. <laughs> These people are so wrecked. Oh my God. By the way, since Alex is no longer here to support his argument, I want to give it a shout out one more time. Alex says that no one's going to be able to sell because there's no liquidity. Even though the liquidity is the highest it's ever been, and tons, I've never seen more people sell out all their hex. Their bags are empty. I've never seen more people get rid of their hex and divest of it. Over 1.1 billion of it has been sacrificed already, and there's still 14 days to go on that. Although there's only one day left at the same rate. The rates go up 5% a day, every day, starting, I think, in the, I'm gonna go to my Twitter and give you a, a specific time, twitter.com slash Richard Hartwin. By the way, when I get emotional and do that stuff, it's just for fun, man. Like, I know you guys like watching that stuff. I could just be tranquil and zen and boring, but I don't think anyone would like that. All right, I'm looking at this timer I got on Twitter here. In one day and 14 hours and 20 minutes, the uh, rate is gonna be 5% higher. Then the next day, it's gonna be 5% higher than that. And then on day 14, it's gonna be 1.98x higher. That's what 5% increases 14 times does. It makes it 1.98x higher. So if you know anyone that wants to participate and donate to sends.org or uh, make that political statement that blockchains are free speech and free speech is a protected human right, you can do that at pulse.info. Um, you should really consider doing those things earlier instead of later. What were we looking at here? Oh, we got a lot of viewers. See, people love this drama stuff, man. We got 2,700 viewers here. People love the drama. So let's do the drama. Hi, I'm Richard Hart, retired serial entrepreneur that gives away free books, free coins, free videos, no paid group. I make my amazing, awesome price predictions for free. Uh, I got a million dollars of watches sitting here. Hi. Oh, I also invented uh, the world's best performing asset that is the world's first blockchain CD, and it went up in price 380,000% over a year and a half before staking. And with staking and interest, you could have made 5,000%, 6,000%, 7,000%. Okay. <laughs> yeah. And I have a community that loves me, loves me, loves me because I've made their lives better. I've made them happier, healthier, fitter, smarter, and they really appreciate that stuff. So they love me and I love them. I'm a hexagon for life. And I think we have a lot of hexagons for life. Um, yeah. What else? Oh yeah, I'm making the world's largest airdrop. 10,000 new coins will be given away for free. And we just raised $23 million for medical research. 
How many coins do you know that have raised $23 million for medical research? It's never happened before. We're breaking the rules. We're breaking through the ceiling. We're doing things that people didn't know were possible. People don't understand hacks because they don't understand something they've never seen before that's so amazing. And I felt that way when I got into Bitcoin 11 years ago. I got in the first quarter of 2011. It's 2021 now, I guess, what is that, 10, 10 and a half years ago. So 10 and a half years ago is when I got into Bitcoin and everyone said we were retards. Everyone said we were stupid. No one liked us. Everyone said it was a scam. Everyone said it was a Ponzi. All the crap that this Alex guy was saying is the crap that I heard about Bitcoin when I got in in the beginning. It's opportunity. The fact that they don't understand yet is opportunity. The fact that it's not big exchanges yet is an opportunity. The fact that it's not being said nice things about it in the press yet is opportunity. The fact that it's not on these front pages of these coin ranking sites is opportunity. The fact that it's hard for people to understand is opportunity. Michael Saylor, who's bought hundreds of millions of dollars of Bitcoin, said that Bitcoin was garbage and gonna go down like online gaming did in 2013. Back when I had a whole lot of Bitcoin he said it was garbage. And so he comes along eight years later and starts buying it at prices 100 times higher because it took him eight years to figure out what the truth was that I knew 11 years ago. So the billionaires don't know as much as I do. And I give this information for you guys for free. I mean, I'm not sure I can, I'm not sure I can so easily remove myself from the billionaire category. So I guess maybe we're all not dum-dums, who knows? Um, yeah, like I just, you have the opportunity of your life in front of you. Now you're going to get hex on two chains. Now you're going to have the world's biggest airdrop. Now 1.1 billion in, in supply was just removed from the hands of people that might've sold it and given to some other hands that nobody knows what they might do. Nobody knows. But so far what we can verify on chain is that they sell the Ethereum they get. That's what I've seen, but it seems like they're not selling their hex. Hmm, interesting. Who knows? Have no expectation of profit from the work of others. Okay. So yeah, we're just out here doing absolutely everything amazingly and the haters that missed it and don't see the opportunity that's sitting right in front of them. That makes him very angry. He doesn't have to sell a paid group anymore. Had he actually said nice things about Hex in the beginning and participated, he could have been one of those guys that sold on a double, sold on a double, sold on a double 11 times. Crazy. Absolutely crazy. Let's take a look at chat here. Oh, well, let's go look at these numbers. All right, I'll, I'll look at chat real quick, but then I want to look at the numbers. Richard, do you use GitLab? When is GitLab going to be public to view everything? Yeah, we use GitLab. So basically, here's we want to publish the code. So here's the deal. If we publish the code, which is done, by the way. So if we publish the Pulse code early before we have good servers to bootstrap system state for everybody, because we're going to launch it with the whole Ethereum system state, then people's user experience isn't going to be ideal. So you really want to seed the network with some strong nodes so that everyone that wants to get bootstrapped and on-ramped onto the network can pull all that historic system state. And so right now the devs are working on infrastructure stuff, which is like, it, it should be a lot easier, but these guys want to do everything super duper enterprise out the yin yang. And so you've got load balancing and DDoS protection and, uh, you know, rate limiting and, you know, it's just all of this extra obfuscation 
I mean, look, if it were me and I was the guy that wrote the code, I would just on my home server be like, here, here's the first node and then just publish everything. Right. So like, but that's not the guys, like the guys are hardcore enterprise guys and they want to do hardcore enterprise things. And so you're going to love it with the documentation because it's very well written. You're going to love the code quality, which is the reason that our, some of our improvements have already been accepted into upstream Geth. Um, so we've already improved Ethereum. How many of you guys listening to the show right now has made the Ethereum network better and improved the Ethereum code? My guys did. Anybody else? Alex, have you improved any open source software lately, bro? No, no, no. Too busy giving people bad advice to make the world better. I'm making the world better. So yeah, we, we can't release or shouldn't release the code for people to start the network until there's a good seed infrastructure there, in my opinion. Um, but yeah, I'm chomping at the bit. I, w I would really, really, really love, I mean, to tell you the truth, I really want this code to be seen ASAP because the sacrifice phase is ending soon. So I want people to see this code as soon as they can to know how awesome Pulse is. And uh, I, 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 we might just cut corners and, and just have less enterprise crap and just grab some colos somewhere and just, you know, put up 10 servers without a bunch of DDoS stuff in front of it and without a bunch of, you know, fancy crap and just do it. Because the network's redundant, right? Like the network is robust. These these Ethereum nodes will just stand on their own without like, I think I think we could cut some corners and, and probably have a test net out earlier and, and then be able to show that code off. So I think that's what I'm gonna lobby for, right? So. Yeah, so that's where we're at with the GitLab stuff. So yeah, you're gonna, if you wanna read the code and participate, you will need to like, you don't need a GitLab account, but if you wanna like make suggestions and make bug reports or whatever, then you would want to have a GitLab account. So all you guys that are listening that are devs, grab a GitLab account. It's gonna be really useful. Get back to work, Richard. Yeah, I know, dude, I know. What else? How the price of PHEX be established? You need to, you just have to wait. So all the coins on HEX and uh, all the coins on Pulse and Pulse itself is designed to launch at zero value, which is really handy for tax purposes because in some countries you are taxed on stuff that you receive that you could have had origin and dominion over and could have liquidated for some type of profit. And therefore receiving an airdrop of coins that are free is ideal because it sets your cost basis at zero. It's very nice. So in the case of Pulse, it will launch or have very near launch automated market pairs that have ratios. And there'll be a ratio of PRC20s, which are you know ERC20s on the Pulse system, or really just the same exact code on Pulse. And then you have a bridge, which goes to Ethereum and then because there's a bridge, people can start setting value. So the value can be discovered across that bridge. Now there are other places that value can be discovered such as centralized exchanges. And it is vital that those centralized exchanges um, wait until the network exists and has a known supply before um, you know they do listing things. Yeah, and that's about it. So uh, you know, when mainnet pulse comes out is when I think you will 
find value discovery. Yeah, I hope that answers your question. Will Pulse have a fiat on and off wrap? It's really, you just gotta wait for it to exist and then if people want to do fiat on and off, they can. But you're, but even if like, because of the bridges, you'll just be able to use the bridge to get to an Ethereum fiat on and off ramp. So it's, it's just an extra layer of abstraction. If you can't short hacks, why does the price go down? That's because people sell. When people buy, the price goes up. When people sell, the price goes down. The prices dip 60 or 70%, like five or six times. It's normal. This is what cryptocurrencies do. Bitcoin drops 85% every four years. Ethereum's dropped 95%. Hex has never dropped 95%. Ever since Hex has had an established market, it's never dropped as far as Ethereum did. How long do you feel Hex will be around for? Longer than your life. That's how long I think it'll be around for. I would say forever, but... Um, I think in 150 years, there's some numbers that like won't fit in their buffer registers anymore. And you need to like work around that 150 years from now, but you'll be dead by then. So, you know, it's okay. Will Miller Pulse be released for stakers? Nope. The Hexkins get no preferential treatment in Pulse. Let's see here. What about mirrored hex stakes and pulse chain? No 30 day window to use or lose. No, the ERC 20s um, aren't planned to be affected by that. The only thing that has that like move it or lose it aspect is the freemium uh, pulse, which is given to Ethereum holders that has a move it or lose it aspect. So you'll need to move it to a new address or the address that received it will be deducted. The, the amount, the value of it will be deducted. doesn't matter whether it's specific coins, the value of the coins in quantity will be removed after 30 days. We're not going to reward people for being apathetic. Can I? I sacrifice and staker. Do I get airdrop in the staker app? No, basically your keys that allowed you to perform the sacrifice are the same keys that will allow you to use your pulse on the pulse network. So you don't have to do anything for the airdrop, any ERC twenties that you have, unless there are some very rare, unique ones that aren't going to make the cut. 99.9% um, are, are going to be fine. What's the card on the candles? I just got these. These are just, I saw them from Louis Vuitton and they had hearts on them. And I was like, Hey, Richard Hart hearts. Cool. All right. Well, why not? I don't know. Probably never use them, but just figured I'd grab them. Got a new hat. Uh, check out my new hat. It's collecting crap. I got more money than no. I have more money than I know what to do with. And then people will say stuff like, well, why don't you give it to charity? I just raised $23 million for charity. What's up? I can buy hats. I can buy hats if I want hats. Um, yeah, I got a lot of stuff. Got some other new new stuff here just buying random stuff I'll probably never use here's like a sling what am I ever gonna use this what is this for I have no idea it kind of hides my boobs though that's nice my boobs are too big so let's go with that what else Got some other crap here here's some more crap there you go 
Let's overpay for stuff. This is magnetic. I actually like the magnetic stuff. It's not bad. And then, uh, I really don't even know what this is. I only stick cards in it, but what, like a credit card? Maybe you stick credit cards in here? Maybe business cards in there? Nah, it's too weak for that. Credit cards, I guess. Any other new crap? What else? I don't know, man. I wish they would make more stuff so I could buy it, basically. I'm just waiting for them to make new stuff. Refresh the new page all the time. Why don't I get a hex tattoo? I've never, I want one, but I've never had a tattoo, man. So I'm getting a giant hex chunk and I just got news that my stones came in. Finally, taking so long. So I'm getting a hex chunk that's about this big. Well, let me show you the size. How big? A, I'll just have to do it by hand. It's about this big. And then I'm gonna make it two-sided. So one side is gonna be hex and then I'm gonna be able to rotate it and one side is gonna be pulse. And then it's just gonna have stones and platinum everywhere and it's gonna be reversible. <laughs> yeah. Oh, it's going to be amazing. But it but it's been I've been in negotiations with the designer for months. Like 5 or 6 months and I'm still waiting. It it kind of sucks. I hate waiting. I hate it. What's the link to Pulse Chain on GitLab? It's not public yet. Um so you just have to wait. We're working on it. I mean, it's being worked on, man. Can you light the candles with an LV lighter? I don't have an LV lighter. I wish. I'll tell you what I do want is a visor. I want an LV visor. Do we have an estimate on the pulse quantity that will be released? It will be at least 10,000 X higher supply than um, Ethereum's. So basically uh, the, the pulse supply goes up the more sacrifices there are. And then if there's not enough sacrifices to meet that 10,000 to one ratio, which I'm pretty sure we already went over. Yeah, so, I mean, so like right now, if there's already 250 million, let me go look. Let's go look at how much sacrifice there's been. Man, you know what I would hate? I would hate to go on somebody's show and have to try and make fun of something that went up 380,000% because that would be a really hard job. <laughs> Particularly when you think it's going to keep going up for five years and go to trillions, man, that would be a hard job. <laughs> that sounds like a loser's errand right there. Um, what do we got here? So an hour, a day, and fourteen hours and fourteen minutes. Why isn't this moving? Isn't this supposed to keep moving? A day and fourteen hours and four minutes is uh, when the price starts going up 5%. So it's gonna go up 5%, it's not a price, I'm sorry I misspoke, the rate, you're not buying anything, it's a rate, not a price, you're getting points. Um, that goes up 5% in uh, one day and 14 hours and three minutes and 44 seconds. So you really should consider doing your stuff earlier. What was I looking up? God, I can't remember. Chat, remind me, what was I looking up? Uh, get, oh, the numbers. Yeah, to get the supply. Okay, let's find that. Uh, ooh, let's see where we're at here. So right now, the sacrifice shows 2 million in ETH and 250 million in ERC-20s. So that's like 250. 
well, 250, 248 plus two, 250. And then uh, I think there's like 10 million that came in on Bitcoin. There's like 2 million that came in on Bitcoin Cash. I don't actually know how much came in in Doge. I don't actually know how much came in on Litecoin because I haven't had time to run these tools that people have open sourced and given me to like hack the wallet dat to input the derived HD wallet addresses from the XPUB. So since I haven't had time to hack at wallet.dats for these crappy wallets that Litecoin and Dogecoin have, I haven't had time to do it. I haven't had time to do that same stuff for ADA. Um, AVAX is easy. We added support for EOS, XLM Lumens, Binance Chain, which is different than Binance Smart Chain. Those are both supported, by the way. We added support for, God, a lot of stuff. Let's go check my Twitter, I guess. So EOS, XLM. I just have to go check my tweets or just go to pulse.info and uh, click connect and then you'll see the list. It's pretty easy as well. And by the way, you guys can like sacrifice directly from your wallet as long as you have the private keys. You don't have to, on, if you're on Ethereum, if you're on Ethereum. If you're on Ethereum or Binance Smart Chain or Matic, forgot to mention we support them too. Uh, or AVAX, those are the EVM chains that we support. So AVAX, Matic, Binance Smart Chain, Ethereum, those are the EVMs we support. I guess in theory EOS is an EVM too, but we just support native EOS with a memo. Um, so, so any of those chains, you don't actually need to like install MetaMask because it's not issuing a unique address and it's not using a memo. We can just see on chain who sent because it's all public it's an account-based system so you know if you have just any normal wallet that you control the keys to and you can get the keys to you know like the seed words or the keys they should both work but seed words is preferable um you know you can just send directly so you can send directly without hitting metamask or installing metamask if you have avax ethereum matic binance smart chain those ones. I, I still think you should install. I, I like it when people install MetaMask and sacrifice for MetaMask because it gives me certainty that they have their private keys. If you don't install MetaMask and connect and you send from like something else, it gives me less certainty that you have your keys. And then I envision this edge case in the future where people will be crying, oh, I sent from exchange and I thought it was okay. And then you're screwed. So you can send from exchange on Bitcoin, Bitcoin Cash, things that you use memos with or things that you use unique addresses with. But on those EVM systems, you need to take that stuff to your own wallet and then sacrifice it because there's no memos and no unique addresses. Yeah, so we're sitting at, let's say, 260 million a sacrifice. And at one pulse per point, you're sitting at... 260 million times 10,000. And this is before the bonuses for volume. And so you're sitting at like a 2.6 trillion supply right now without volume bonuses. So it's good. Everything's going great. Let's head back to the chat and see if we got any good questions. I'd like to check the SENS address to see if they've been getting any donations. So let's go to sens.org cns.org slash donate and 
check their addresses. So their Ethereum address here. Oh, I want the USDC address. That seems to be what most people are using. I guess I'll look them both up. All right, so let's pull their Ethereum address. Let's go to Etherscan, pop that bad boy in there. I mean, I don't see anything too big in here. And then the USDC one is the one that people are really hitting. USDC. This is going to be the big bad boy. This one, click the ERC20 tab. Someone donated $8. I'll tell you the recent ones. That covers the last 18 hours. And if we go back farther, we're going to hit a 10 million at some point here. Uh, so we last, so it was like 20 hours, 2,000, 100,000, 1,000, 100, 5,200, 1,000, 1,000, 3,000, 10,000, 5,000, 830, 90,000, 500. This takes us to like one day 19 hours ago. People are sending a lot of money. They're sending in a lot of money. Yeah, there's, there's just a lot of money here. I don't want to read all these. Love what I'm seeing here, guys. Love what I'm seeing. SCNS.org. Check it out. And I could, I mean, I could check those new UK addresses, I guess. I guess. Check, they just released some UK addresses at the bottom of the page so you can get tax-free in Europe. I'm not even like, who knows how many Bitcoin came in. I'm, I'm just looking at the Ethereum. I know there's 23, 23 million so far. Look at this one. Uh, doesn't seem like there's much going on with this one. It's like five or ten or fifteen grand or something. All right, so where are we at? The best time to buy Bitcoin in history was when its ownership was the most centralized, and Satoshi owned one hundred percent of the coins. That was the best time to buy Bitcoin. The volume was pitiful and barely there. The market cap was pitiful and barely there. The liquidity was pitiful and barely there. And that was the best time to buy Bitcoin. That was also the best time to buy Facebook. That was also the best time to buy Amazon. That was also the best time to buy Google. That was also the best time to buy Ethereum. These are irrefutable facts. If you have a real product, product market fit, cult-like following, a walled garden. What more could you possibly want? Any venture capitalist would sell of soul for these keywords because these are the things that make billion dollar things. These are the things that, that make you outperform everything else in the world. That's the magic sauce. We have other things that are also amazing. And this is just the stuff that the VC guys have figured out over time that, that they should weigh heavily and they're measuring of investment opportunities. So like to look at all of this opportunity and think hum somehow that it was bad is just absurd to me. You're like, what? Are you crazy? Everything is amazing. Everything is amazing while everything else dies around us. Bitcoin's at half of its all-time high. Ethereum's at half of its all-time high. Everything else is wrecked even harder. 
and Hex is making new all-time highs every few days. What do you want? What do you want? You want liquidity? It's there. $1 million sell on one inch.io, 3% slippage. Let's go check the exact number. Let's check it exactly. One inch.io, here we come. Hex, USDC, a million dollar. I gotta guess what number equals a million. There we go. It's a little over. 700,000 hex is a million bucks. Your slippage is 5%. So right now, if you market sold a million bucks on one inch.io, because you couldn't wait, you're in a rush, you had to market sell a million bucks immediately, your slippage is 5%. If you use a limit order, your slippage is zero. You can click the limit tab right here. Boop. You don't want to pay slippage? Set a limit, and then you're going to get filled at the price you want. You're in a rush. You need out immediately. You got to sell a million dollars immediately this second. You can't wait. Can't wait for an hour. Can't wait for 15 minutes. You got to sell immediately and get the most slippage possible. You're going to get 4.65% on a million bucks. Doesn't sound that bad. You sell a million bucks, you get 954,000. That's not too bad. It's good. It's good. Now, if you didn't use one inch, you'd lose 80,000 for getting less liquidity. So use one inch. Smart. Smart. Um, yeah, that's the facts. That's the math. This, this is what Alex doesn't understand. You can sell. Go ahead. Lots of people have. Lots of people sold millions and millions and millions of dollars and regretted it because they sold the 10x. They sold the 100x. They sold the 1,000x. And now we're at 4,000x. They're sad now. Very obvious. He's one of the saddest. All right. Mm. Chat. We got chat. What else? How does the automatic adjustment of the PRC20 ratios work? So basically, when the fork happens, because the supply of Pulse is 10,000 times higher than the supply that Ethereum used to be, at least 10,000 times, then the ratios are wrong because the automated market pairs have two sides. They have the ERC-20 and the Ethereum side, for instance, and one of these sides is much more numerous now, and therefore that much more numerousness should be represented in its pair and so at launch, the PRC20s are actually going to be very cheap in pulse terms compared to what they should be, unless a contract is executed first, which corrects all these ratios. And so because the price moves as a function of a square, by minting, a, so basically like the rough measurements are only 5% of Ethereum is in wrapped Ethereum. And wrapped Ethereum is how liquidity is provided on the Ethereum pairs in basically all the automated market makers and all the zero X order books, I think, pretty sure. So by measuring how much wrapped Ethereum exists, it gives you a rough estimate of how much Ethereum is in DeFi and therefore automated market pairs 
And so if you have 5% of Ethereum and automated market pairs, and then, you know, you need to represent this extra movement, then basically the square root, like, I don't want to do all the math on stream because it's hard, but I think minting 2.5% of the supply to that contract will allow it to bring up those balances to be reasonable um, to like kind of repair the automated market makers and perhaps zero X order books to represent the more plentiful supply of PLS in comparison to the Ethereum network on which those pairs were generated. Does that make sense? You'll get to, we'll get to see it on testnet, right? So this is like what we're doing on testnet. I mean, right now they're, they're working on infrastructure stuff. So, cause the code has been done a while. So now it's time to show it and time to run it publicly. Richard, what TV shows do you like? I think Mandalorian's cool. I think uh, there's some of the good ones. I mean, Stranger Things was cool when that was out. Uh, I, I haven't had a time to watch television in so long that I forgot what shows I even used to watch because I've been working so hard. So, Hey, Richard, care to explain why people are cashing out millions every day? This is a shady magic carpet ride. Why are so many people good actors? Yeah, right? It's like, no, they are selling millions and millions and millions of dollars, and I've seen it with my own eyes. Tons of guys have tried to murder the price and got very rich doing it, and the price just keeps making the all-time highs because the demand exceeds the supply that they have. It's just how it is. People that thought they sold the 10X thought they were smart. People that thought they sold the 100X thought they were smart. People that thought they sold the 1000X thought they were smart. Now are 4000X without staking profits. So were they smart? It's like I designed the best performing asset in the history of mankind. It's working. It's wonderful. I love it. Uh, I didn't receive an email from Sens. Call him on the phone. I don't know. Richard, don't rush. Let him handle the server. Service is full enterprise mode. Yeah, I know, man. But I want to show off the code, man. Like, I want people to be impressed. So I guess I have to have a talk with him and see if we can find some middle ground. You, just, you could do the test net twice, right? Like, you do, like, a quick one now and then, like, the baller hardcore one later. Like, you don't have to just do one or the other. It's not, it's not binary. You didn't cut corners on hex? Nope. That's true. Guys, look. So what if you cut corners on the test net? It's a test net. Who cares? It ain't worth nothing, man. It's just a test net. You do it to learn stuff. You do it to make things more secure and better. It doesn't need to have, like, they're overdoing it a little bit, man. It's just a test net. How many of you guys have even used Ethereum's test nets, of which there are many? Any of you guys used Rinkaby? Probably not. You know, like, they're just test nets, man. I received my email from Sens. Marie replied and thanked me for my prayer. Cool, man. Everyone's so dumb. Hey, listen, everybody in chat that's trying to talk crap, Hex doubled 11 times without staking, has had 100% uptime in the contract, 
100% uptime in the trading, 100% uptime in the advertising website, front end, whatever crap you want to call it. Everything's working perfectly. Everything's working perfectly. Everyone's getting rich. Everything's working perfectly. You need to be quiet and stop trying to crap talk the best thing ever. You're just looking dumb. Like, stop. What are you doing? Stop looking dumb. You can join team win. You don't have to look dumb anymore. Like, just give up. You lost. It's over. You lost. You thought Hex was going to suck. You thought the price was going to die. You thought there was going to be rug pull. You thought there was going to be an exit scam. Everything you thought was wrong, you guys all lost. And now everyone that was right gets to be rich and happy and shove it in your face. So get it shoved in your face. You had the opportunity of a lifetime. You still have the opportunity of a lifetime today, but you're still doing this. We don't understand all this stuff. We're being educated. Stop. Just learn. Just learn. Shut up and learn. A pro tip, I know more than you, and I've been trying to teach it to you for years, but your dumb brains just don't let the knowledge in. Let the knowledge into your brain. Come on. Let it in. How do you think I got smart, by the way? By shutting up and listening and reading. 99 per, well, 95% of the stuff I know is stuff I just read from other smart people. 5% stuff I generated on my own that I'm super proud of. You guys could be like me and shut your mouths and actually learn. Crazy. Absolutely crazy. You know, I don't have to sit here and like give you guys free information, right? <laughs> I don't have to do that. Well, you guys that are watching, like, subscribe, twitter.com forward slash Richard Hartwin. In a day and 14 hours, let me see this timer here. I'll give you a final call on these, like, uh, where are we at here? Oh, and, and for the record, just so that we're clear, we want to honor Alex in his absence because he was roughly rudely terminated before he could shill his crap. He thinks Hex's price is going to go to zero. And he thinks you're not going to be able to sell. Now, the only flaw to that argument is that instead of going to zero, the price went up 380,000%. And tons and tons of people took out millions and millions of dollars. I guess that's the only flaw. But somehow, somehow magically, he thinks Hex is going to go to zero. But he also thinks at the same time that it's going to be the best performing asset of the next five years and go to trillions of dollars in market cap. I think I know why he sells a paid group now. I think it all makes sense now. Yeah. Now I get it. And here's the funny part. He'll probably make a ton of money if he's got any ERC 20s, just getting a bunch of those for free when Pulse Chain comes out. So I'm trying to save his life with medical research, the 23 million that got put in there so far. I'm trying to give him free money with the world's largest airdrop in Pulse Chain. But all he does is talk crap while I try and save him life. If I try and enrich him and save his life, he just talks crap. You're like, bro, I'm the one doing you a solid here. Like, what's wrong with you, man? Are you crazy? <laughs> Like, like what, what can I do to be a better guy for you? What more free stuff could I give you, dude? If you're a Bitcoin holder, you could have claimed X for free. If you're an Ethereum holder, you're going to get Pulse for free. If you're a ERC-20 holder, 
99.9% of you are getting your uh, PRC20s for free. How could I be a better person here? Why am I having to hear crap from this pleb? It's crazy. Absolutely crazy. I guess it's because I allowed it to happen. So, yeah. I don't know. Every time I talk to one of these haters, every few months I need reminded of how crappy it is. And then it's like, all right. So we honored him. We honored his position. We will make fun of him on the next 2X and the next 2X and the next 2X if and when they occur. I can't wait. I can't wait. All right. So you guys go to pulsechain.com right now. Go to t.me forward slash pulsechain.com. Go to pulse.info. Go to twitter.com forward slash Richard Hart win. Like, subscribe, follow, spread the word. You guys do all the work. So you need to spread the word. And I tell you, we're not getting any news press. You need to be emailing all these press organizations. Why did the cryptocurrency industries of the world generate Bitcoin and Ethereum users generate $23 million of donations for the Sense Foundation to try and save everybody's lives, and yet it's not covered in the news anywhere? Does it make any sense? That's real hard money in their bank account. This is the news that can make the world a better place. Let's see that news get spread. A lot of bad, useless news out there. Let's see the good stuff, the good news that's making the world a better place. Let's see that get some traction for once. It'll make Bitcoin look good. It'll make Ethereum look good. It'll make Pulse look good. It'll make you look good. Might even make me look good. I wouldn't mind it. I like it when people like me. So please email your local news organization, email your local newspaper, email your national newspaper, email everyone that you can and get the word out there because I will talk to people and do interviews with people and, and try and make the world a better place. But I need the opportunity to do it. So, all right, guys. Any other questions? Got any other questions here? Yeah, I think it's good. It's a pleasure with you guys. I hope you've enjoyed it. And uh, we really are changing the world. We are really are winning. And everyone, as much crap as they talk, they really know that we're winning. They know it. So enjoy it, man. Enjoy it. You're on the winning team. You get to go home and bang the prom queen. Good job. See you later, guys.